This is Chrome Bills, by the way. Chrome Bills. And we're drunk. Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. We built it from the ground floor. Pound for pound as we found a crowdsource. Now you hear a loud roar and a downpour of A.O. from the South. SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you go. Subscribe and leave a comment. Be a friend of the show. Seize Mike, Steve, Bill, ZK, Chromosome. Want a Chrome Bill shirt? Pay Palace the dough. The intro and the interlude's new. There's something huge in the interview. Who are you? Who are you? True. We'll see through like an x-ray. I pass it to C's with a fabricated segue. So press play and let us send the energy. Throughout the potosphere to all our friends and enemies. Eventually we gotta let it go viral Be sure to stay tuned for the episode title This is that time where I make a quick joke And write a quick note So it ends up on a clip show Yo, this shit's dope ah, Making each F better than the last show Either way I'm staring at Steve's cat's show call. If this is a road trip, let me hold you down Make that trip from NYC to Chrome Bill South It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show it's Chrome Bills, y'all. 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 It's <laughs> getting, getting in the uh, in the summer spirit, man. Is that a post dinner milkshake or is that it's a pre 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 workout work milkshake, right? <laughs> the muscle milk. <laughs> ain't, nothing, ain't nothing but ain't nothing but saturated fat in this right <laughs> No booze in there. Adult milkshake. Is that a thing? That's <laughs> a thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, yeah, nah, man. This, this is this virgin, oh, straight virgin, oh, virgin, straight only, man. <laughs> what flavor are you going with? Uh, yeah, straight, straight chocolate. You know what I mean? Okay. It's, like, it's like when it's like when I was in uh, we were in uh, I forgot where the hell we were, man. We were in a uh, we were in a country where I stuck out like a sore thumb as a black man. Mm. I thought you were gonna say because you're a rapper. I, I mean, I think, I think they assumed they assumed I was either they they assumed I was a rapper definitely, and they said uh some hookers were, were trying to holler at me. And they were like, chocolate, chocolate. They just kept saying, they just kept saying chocolate, chocolate, chocolate over and over again. Wow. You know? So, 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 I, so they got my business. <laughs> By business, you mean the business and the business. Right. Yeah, you know, it, it was a perfect, the cat call was just, it was just two on point, you know? What country was this? I think it was, I think it was, uh, I think it was, it might've been, uh, where the hell was that? If you say Wisconsin. Not, uh, it was, uh, was it Copenhagen or some shit? What was it? I thought that was down the hallways somewhere in Germany. Oh, right, man. I remember, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, travelers. I don't, I don't think the women were German. Yeah, yeah. They were, yeah, from, yeah. Another, they were from another country. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But they were saying, chocolat, chocolat. <laughs> Did they call you vanilla? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just standing out there. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're speaking to him in Deutsch. Right, right. <laughs> Start speaking to him exactly. <laughs> So, yo, Chrome Bills, happy second time doppelgangers in the house. Thank you guys for doing this. Got a record coming out, right? May 11th. Title. May 11th, yeah, yeah. Is, is it Ah? Is that how we're pronouncing it? It's actually Ah. 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 Ah.
Oh yeah, four three two. You guys got it. You guys got it perfectly. Four three two. That's how you spell it. <laughs> and then uh, I saw also I was I was doing a little recon today, June twenty second. If anyone's in Las Vegas, I wish I was out there for this show, playing with Elzai Jericho Jackson. Wow. Stop yeah. at a venue called Ninja Karaoke. Is that Who correct? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we're doing a West Coast run, so a lot of uh, more of those dates will be coming out soon. That's uh, I'm, I'm actually you know? we're really really digging the Jericho Jackson record, yeah, so that seems sure, like man. a great lineup. Oh, yeah, I like can't wait. I like to think that, you know, since we had you guys on, you know, your careers have really taken off. I mean, when you really think about it, you guys kind of owe us everything. So. Yeah, I was, I was saying so. <laughs> no, man, dude, that's dope. I, you know, it's funny because, like, I, I remember it's always been a thing where people whose careers are going in the same trajectory but have never necessarily crossed paths, when they start to cross paths, it shows like that. It's a good sign. So I'm happy for you guys, man. That's uh, no, awesome. It. It's funny, man, because we went, you know, we went quiet before Dot Pop. So for us, we feel like we're like starting fresh again in a weird way. But thankfully, it's you know starting fresh with the the foundation we had. So I guess it's not really starting fresh, but um, it's I mean it's cool. If, yeah, if it looks like the trajectory, uh, the trajectory is upward. Hopefully, that's a good thing. So when you said went quiet, Peace Kid was in Peace Kid oh, 2014, I think. 2014, yeah, man. But there's we an EP had, uh, in there somewhere, right? Parts of, oh, parts yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. We had other, we had other projects, but we just, we just took, um, we just like, uh, like Dot Pop being like a, a longer album, and we, we took, yeah. we took a little, a little longer to make all the songs and get every, get everything how we wanted to get. So we just did a little, a little rebuilding in the process. You know what I mean? We feel, we feeling stronger than ever. You know? Oh yeah. How many tracks are on the new record? Uh, it's eleven tracks. Nice. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Hard to keep up with those. I, for the other day, I, I referred to it as our fifth album, and I think it's our sixth. I was like, "Yeah, I can't keep track of all this stuff. It's crazy, man." Now, is the time off because you guys are working on stuff other than music, like other parts of life, or you just say oh, we're going to well, take our time with this next record? Not, it was. Re I mean, it was really to get a lot of things just right. You know, even business wise, because like you know, it's, it's, sometimes we forget that we run a company. You know what I mean? So it's like. Right. Sometimes it's just, it used to be fun just to say you have a label, but you know I think we've taken the last few years to really realize that not not as it only is it just fun to be like hey we gotta you know we got a label, but you know we gotta run this thing we gotta do it right. So just getting our putting up more of our business hats on in the last few years that's really the biggest thing. So yeah, just trying to get everything right and definitely making sure we're ahead of the game and just have a shit ton of music for um for all the Shark Nation man. So, so what's a, the hot? Go ahead. I was gonna say as a label, do you guys have any other artists that you're working with? Uh, matter of fact, an EP are the. Uh, <laughs> so I, I heard of those guys. <laughs> I'm a fan of those guys too. Um, I mean, that's the goal, though. The goal eventually is, you know, would eventually be to start, you know, cultivating some other artists as well. So that's right. why we want to make sure we get all our shit right and um, and make sure that we're running this thing as as best as possible. You got any uh, features in terms of other rappers on the new record? Um, just Donio. He's not rapping. Um. Our boy Blue kicks a little freestyle <laughs> in, in, the, in the beginning of the song. Like um, BLU? Uh, how does he spell no, straight it? Up, straight it's straight Blue, blue yeah. Blue, blue blue blue. Yeah, I wish it, yeah, it'd be nice if we had Blue the rapper on it. It's not okay, it's not Blue. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it's okay. No, I'm in Blue Steel from Queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got you. But, um, but yeah, no, it's just us rapping, man. So, fortunately or unfortunately. So what's the hierarchy of the decision-making, like particularly the business stuff you guys are talking about? Because I know the music, I know Tropicana, Josh Lynn's a piece of advice here or there, but the music is mostly just you guys, right? The business stuff, who's 
Who are you working with on that? Oh yeah, I mean that's us too, man. It's everything is yeah. We change our own oil. We do we do everything. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't dump it down the drain, please. Right. We care. We care about the environment. Thank you. Good. But yeah, we just honestly, it's just it's just us, and um, yeah, we don't really. I mean, if if, you know, it, it would be nice. It would be nice to um. To to have like uh some like scooter brawn come through. yeah to have to have to have like a to have like an elder statesman come through with kick knowledge but yeah, just, yeah. we just we just learning as we go just us two doing everything so yeah man we we, we were actually we just editing some like editing some videos before right oh, before yeah. we called in so we did we doing everything oh, so you, Shit, you did the videos too huh. wow yeah, oh yeah yeah we doing everything so but, you, you know, got a ton of videos yeah it just oh, yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's 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 um to be honest with you man like we just. I know a lot of people. A lot of people will say that, but say this. But yeah, we just started out just doing it without any type of uh, help, really. So we, we don't know any other way. You know right, what I mean? Right. We don't do right. it. If we don't do it, it doesn't get done. Type thing. You know. Do you guys know what the most watched videos on YouTube are of yours? Are you still paying attention to the plays? Uh yeah, I would say um Hollow Times too, right? Yeah, Hollow Times. Yeah, two. I think that shit got Half like what, like yeah, five six hundred thousand. That's what's yeah. That one's at, I looked before. Is at five thirty five k. Five thirty five. And then Barbiturates is close at four eighteen. Right. The best pace is uh I would say Rapid Mycin is gonna be the pace wise that that joint is yeah. is moving. Hey. Hey. Done. Cued up. I, did, I was doing so on Spotify. Then Barbiturates has. 1.1 million plays. It has way more plays than. Oh shit! Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that and you guys are at 45,000 monthly listeners, which is definitely Not bad. decent. Really so good, you got a really. $53 check coming to you. $53 check. Did Barbiturates get placed on uh, on like a playlist or something that made it? Do you have any idea no. why that took off so much on Spotify? Other than kind of song. Question. I think um, I think that it's it's on a lot of people's um. It's not on any big playlist or anything like that, like any yeah. rap caviar or nothing like that. But it's on a lot of. Uh, it got well. First and foremost, we have a good. We have I don't know how many off top, but we have a, a decent amount of uh, fans on our Spotify. But it's, it looks like it got saved on a lot of like people's playlists. Hmm. So a lot of a lot of smaller playlists, nothing like no brolic ones, but a lot right. of people put it on smaller playlists and and just listen. A lot of a lot of people just like the song, man. I don't, I don't know. I think I think. Uh, I think that heavenly voice touches the soul. You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you what, you probably you probably got 128 uh, plays in the last 24 hours for me because when yeah, I got no. back to it, cloaked out in goat mouth. Like hearing, you know, when I heard that rhyme combination, I had to get back in that song a couple more times. That's pop. <laughs> Calling people goat mouth motherfuckers. <laughs> what shows pop the hardest at live? And, and I think this is such an interesting question because you guys do so much touring in other countries where maybe English isn't even the first language. Mm-hmm. What which, uh, songs pop at the live shows most for you? Like if you had to pick your YouTube hit of the live shows with the crowd. Uh, I would say, um, well, to be, on, to be, to be honest with you, even <clears throat> speaking about it, Barbiturus definitely does a, like every time that comes on, we just, we all collectively just sing together. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, and so it's a lot of, we, it's a lot, we did we shed a lot of tears and just and just you know think about think about dead homies and everybody just starts crying and shit. Right. You know, we just <laughs> yeah. sing, but I uh, know Hollow Times too yeah, yeah, gets, it gets it popping mm. everywhere. That's always how we set it off. So I would say Hollow Times too. I mean, it's a lot. Barbiturates, no question. And then you know, don't you the line gets the place messy. Mm-hmm. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah, drink, drink, start flying and all that. So you'll set a you'll set the show off with Hollow Times too. 
we like we like to warm it up a little something That's, and then and then right. maybe, maybe we want to make sure we don't want to jump it we don't want to play it before people we, we don't want anybody settle like like uh still coming drink yeah still getting shit. settled in we want to make sure everybody's good to go and then we do it it's like opening the door to a booty call and she's just already butt naked at the door yeah it's like, too much, yeah, it's yeah, too much. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta let me yeah, you're ready to rock man <laughs> and you guys got any new york shows coming up uh, we, we might, might actually yeah, we might. Yeah, can't speak on it. on it yet, but we might actually. Yeah, you don't want to announce something. it prematurely, but right, I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled on that and bring you guys a Chrome Bill shirt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trying to get uh, trying to get that going, and then uh, yeah, really, really focusing on this West Coast run at the end of June. Right. And then um, maybe maybe even uh, maybe back to Europe for a little bit. So yeah, we try we try to stay definitely trying to do a shit ton of shows this year, no question. And all the dates and everything about you guys can be found is the doppelgangers dot com. Yeah, 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 we try to keep it all updated as as, uh, as much as possible. Yeah, they, if everybody goes to the tour uh, tab in uh, on our on uh, on our website in our website on our mm. website <laughs> around your website around in and in and around the website yeah uh, <laughs> tour tab and uh, yeah you should get the updates should be pretty updated. Word. So I noticed uh, a little bit of a more of a West Coast, if I can say that kind of sound on the last record was yeah, kind of more. It was kind of more rider music. Yeah, that, was yeah. that was that intentional? Oh, for sure, man. Okay, um, and and expect it to kind of ease its way into uh, I as well, actually. Into what? Um, into what? Into the new album to I. Okay. Um, ah, I, I should say right. Ah. I, I makes it sound like the album spelled A H. So yeah. <laughs> ah, um, yeah, the this, juvenile this, throwback. To me, more West Coast influence for sure. Okay, I'm looking why, up. Why the, is that? Uh, I'm just just out of curiosity. Oh, why? I mean, for me personally, yeah, I've yeah. always been a, always been a sucker for just like I love just mm -hmm. that West Coast. It just doesn't get old to me. Like it just does not get old to me. Right. And I, you know, I figure, you know. With, with everything that every with every album we do, we try to make it a little bit different, mm -hmm. and uh, it's just one of the lanes we didn't we haven't really tapped into. And with us being such big fans, right? It's like I mean, we, we it was inevitable had to do it. Yep. But, um, you know what it reminds me of was uh, I think it was the second Master Ace album, or at least the, the full length. Mm -hmm. When he and I can't remember, I'm looking up the name of it now, but I remember reading an interview where he's like, I think he said he had a cousin come out and stay with him from the West Coast, and it was yeah. such a departure from uh, from Slaughterhouse, and it knocked. You know, I mean, it was it was interesting to see how he was able to pull that off, and you guys too. Um, was there a specific event that triggered that for you, or that was just something you always wanted to work on and got around to it? Uh, it's a mix of things. You know, we have friends out in the West Coast, and uh, I mean, us just being big fans. Um, I'll even say just even the streaming era and just having access to, to albums that maybe I, I wouldn't have bought, right. you know, just put my money towards, but now I can kind of listen to anything I want and just going back and listening to a lot of West Coast stuff. And I don't know, man, for me, it's just, I, I can't get enough, man, to be uh -huh. honest. I can't, yeah, I just can't uh -huh. get enough. So it's just like, it was, it, it had to happen. What kind so of, was, what kind of, like, this is kind of produ producer nerd yeah. stuff, but like, what kind of tricks do you see that? maybe a West Coast producer does that an East Coast guy is not doing? Um, I noticed certain things with tempos. I, I noticed, you know, dudes going with a little bit faster paced tempos, I, um, you know, a little more synth based stuff, um, a lot of chords, um, just like, you know, and just certain, I mean, you know, there's so many similarities too. It's just like everybody's feeding off one another, but it's just, I guess it's just, I hate to sound like, uh, I hate to sound 
uh, there's no other way to say it. it's it's a vibe, you know? Right, 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 right. <laughs> so it, it just is what it is, man. Just I can't. To me, it's intoxicating. But um, I mean, we got all types of different sounds on this album, but uh, definitely West Coast feel is definitely making their way onto the album as well. Cool. And uh, you guys have been doing some uh, production outside of the group as well. I know you've got a joint on Seize Mike's next record, right? That's coming out on Strange Famous. Right. And I saw on Tuesday night, I went to a Wax Mac, Mac Lethal concert and uh, the Pen Pals opened. And they mentioned that you guys have a joint on their next record, which is dropping, I think, in the end of June as well, right? Oh, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even hear the release date. But uh, yeah, I mean, we just... Man, we have so many beats and stuff. It's just like, and that's the other thing for us too, is like we put out, we literally put out a series called Beats for Brothels. And it's like, people still ask us, who did the beat? So it's, <laughs> it, it's, still just, uh, it's still very important for us to just try to get beats out. You know, any way we can be seen and heard, like that's our biggest thing right now is like any way of getting any type of exposure, any type of talking pieces, anything we can do to showcase. Right. How, how did that little beat uh, placement come about? Oh, yo, dude. I had we had the the nicest back and forth man and this was years ago yeah and uh you know just hit him up he used to put out his uh email and hit him up and send him some beats and he wrote back like yo he said your beats make me cry (laughs) (laughs) oh shit and uh but he's he's so like elusive and you don't know what's gonna happen and that's an interesting guy man to say yeah send him some shit he said he said literally wrote i love you Uh uh-huh he said, your beats make me cry. I love you. And that was the end of the conversation. And now you're and, on a mixtape. Yeah, but <laughs> but he would drop, he dropped a bunch of mixtapes at that time. And I would mm. check every single one of them and it didn't make it. Right. I was right. like, oh, it's over. Like, you know, right. he's, and then I'll never forget, man. It just, he dropped Illusions of Grandeur. Um, yep. Yeah, Illusions of Grandeur. Yeah. And I was listening on like that piff and I'm going down the, you know, the songs. Mm. Oh shit! Here it comes no peace. Like oh, he used the beat. Like it was crazy, man. And and like we always say, I mean, if we never got a placement ever again with anybody, like we would be <laughs> great. Like that was the most epic thing probably that ever happened to us. Is he older? Is he older than you guys or younger than you guys? I, I want to say he's younger. Yeah, younger. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say. Yeah. But I, I had connections to Lil B even back in the day. I used to intern at Jive Records and uh. I met him in the pack when they were signed. Oh, that's so right. I felt, I the, felt like it was just like the energies were there, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So eventually yeah. it all came around. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah, they had they had a dope ass single. Mm. I mean, Vans was Vans was the shit. I still had that on wax. It's crazy. It's oh, yeah. like one of the last records that Jive put out. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I was there when they went defunct, man. When they when they folded into uh, mm. Sony. Right. So that was great. That was a crazy time, man. Right. So you have thoughts on Kanye West? I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, about our president. He's trolling, man. He's trolling. You think he's trolling? You think it's a, a publicity stunt? Dude, he's about to drop what, five projects. He's yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, I mean, what, what better, what better press than to have the president tweet your, tweet your, yeah, retweet you're right, you know? you're right. Man, man, your man I, sales about to be through the roof. There can't really be a Nas record, right? There's no way. There's a full new Nas album. I know, it sounds crazy. But no promotion, no any of this. This thing's just sitting there on the shelf. I feel like Nas did a track about a different album called Album Done, right, on the DJ Khaled. Yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah, that, sure. that never even came out, right? There was but, a, I um, mean, is that, is that the, just the title of the song to say, hey, the album's done and now he's dropping something? Or is Yeah, it was, called, it was called Nas Album Done. Was no, the yeah, 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 song. yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> it had a... Uh, it was a sample of the ooh la la, right? The yep. Fugees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
They had a Nas uh, DJ premiere on the cover of XXL one month, like talking about their project that never came out. That was like right. I remember. Yeah, they remember that? Yeah. 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 I mean, these guys, I'm sure, have so much stuff on the cutting room floor. I mean, especially think about think about this dude, Nas. Your man, your man's on fire from a a business point of view. Your man's killing it right now. So mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure that he has a line this plate, man. Every, every time I every time I wake up, that man got a new business venture that, like, that's rigging off crazy. Yeah, yeah. So um, not to get into gossip, but did his ex-wife just accuse him of like some abusive behavior? Yeah, we just read a, a headline crazy. about that. Oh, oh, I hadn't seen this. I mean, that's 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 just a claim, so I'm not. Yeah, not, yeah. I'm not putting it out. Well, as allegedly, fact, allegedly. Yeah, al- allegedly, right? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with with today with with everything being um, sensationalized and stuff. Yeah. And, Listen, when when Charlie Rose's wrinkled old ass got charged with it, I was like, I mean, nobody's safe. Who knows? Right. Right. Going back to the the cutting room floor, are you guys? I kind of remember having this conversation during the first interview that you don't have a ton of. You probably have hundreds, if not thousands, of beats sitting around, but you guys don't have a ton of unreleased tracks, right? Like when you go in and lock in on a beat and actually put a song together, it's a pretty strong percentage is going to end up on a record. Do you still feel that's accurate? Yeah, we, we, have, we, have, we have some songs, but yeah, for the most part, we, for the most part, you know what I'm saying, like, we, the songs that we make are going to get used, so I, I say we have some songs that are done up being worked on that, that are going to get used, definitely, but uh, yeah, we don't, we don't have a, we don't have a shit ton of just songs laying around, I would say, but, um, but nah, but I'll tell you one thing, though, we definitely, definitely, Definitely feeling the bug. Definitely working on a lot of new shit and, mm-hmm. and having. We're gonna have like, uh, especially like this year, we're trying to have, you know, odd to be one of you know multiple projects coming out this year. So mm-hmm. yeah, we feel, we're feeling good, feeling inspired, and yeah, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, can't wait to. Uh, That's good news for the listeners, man. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. So what's the what's the procedure with that? I know you both rhyme, obviously. Both of you handle some of the, some of the beats, all the beats. Is everything collaborative? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, like you know, we. Josh is the the main hub, and Matt and I usually just kick our feet back, and, and you know, he does all the beats and writes all the rhymes. But at least, <laughs> at least we lay, you know, we at least lay the vocals. Down. Right, right, <laughs> right. But, um, How's he doing? <laughs> he's he's good, man. He's yeah. chilling. We were just it was just his birthday a few weeks ago. Oh, shit, so, he's got a podcast out now, right? I think I saw that. He, does, he doesn't, but he's um he's active, man. He, he's guest um guest starring on I'm sure many a podcast because he's oh is that what it is okay. Who wouldn't yeah? Who wouldn't want to have his uh his lovely self uh, appear his on this input, his input? Yeah. Speaking of podcasts, did you guys? Um, I, I know one of the first times I heard you was on Combat Combat Jack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was a real loss for everybody. You know what I mean? That yeah, was surreal, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. I mean, you just—I don't know. You see, even when we saw the posts, you know, of him keeping people updated on his health status, it was just like, you know, he'll be fine. This is so random, you know right, what I mean? Right. Right. So that shit—that was an odd feeling, man. I can't even lie. And it's not like we were—it's not like we spoke every day or anything like that. But mm-hmm. you know, we actually had a genuine connection. So it's just kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had, we had, we had some. Uh, yeah, we had like some funny interactions. Yeah, yeah you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah, like we, yeah. It, Every time we every time we got up with this man, it's like we made him like laugh dumb hard. Right. We, was, right. we doing some reckless shit. Like we had uh, we were like freestyling on the show, on this show. We were on this show early. You guys were early on the show. It was on PNC when we were in Brooklyn on a PNC radio yeah, and all yeah, that shit. Yeah. And, and um yeah, man, we just we just 
always making this guy laugh. And then uh, the last time we saw him was um in uh, what studio was that? In uh, it was uh down near like like down downtown like oh, yeah. Wall Street. What was that? Um, forgot. It was like it's like a I could, I could see the yeah, name. It's like a like one of the, one en- of the engine 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 room. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was engine room. Yeah. So they had like a little like uh, I forgot who it was. Had like a studio. It was like a party in the studio. Yep. And, it was a, a bunch of people there. Like Dave East was there. It was like mad people cool there. Keith. Cool Keith was there. Oh wow, um, shit. Um, uh, and we saw. That's the last time we saw him. Yeah, mm. we last time we saw him. We yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave him a hat. We gave him a a, a brothel hat. He's like, I can't wear that. He's, like, I can't wear that. He said, My wife gonna kill me. I can't wear that. Shit. <laughs> Damn, I had no idea the engine room was at Forty Two Broadway. Yeah, it's nice, man. It's a. It's a that's close to your crib, shot. Yeah, that's like uh, I live on John Street, so. Uh, it's probably a five minute walk. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Check yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, really, you really hand out your mixtape like, out front, like Chuck. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go post up. And, uh, yeah, they got like a they got like a like a out they got like a deck on the outside, right? It's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's really nice. If if for no other reason that every episode on Chrome Bills, all roads eventually lead back to Cool Keith, we have to make at least a song, if not like an EP or an album, of Doppelgangers and Cool Keith. And everybody tells us that. Yo, that great. would be perfect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, if we can make it happen, for sure. I mean, I, I think that would just be hilarious. So, yeah, I mean, I've never heard... I mean, when people... not It's not even like when we say, yo, who should we collab with? Just people just say it to us. Who should we cut Cool Keith? Yeah, I still, so I would say that's the number one name that we hear, for sure. I can't get over the freestyle on the Wake Up Show where he starts counting and he gets all the way up to like 24 <laughs> and a one two three four five six and you're like all right he's he'll stop at 10 where <laughs> this is gonna end and like what the second i heard 21 i'm like this is fucking unreal right now. yeah it's called exhibit everlasting yeah he calls exhibit everlasting <laughs> he's what? like yeah yeah he's yes. like, have you guys never heard this it's fine. Uh, it's a good it's a great interview yeah, exhibit salty too he's mad yeah Oh, I've known you for ten years. Why he called I want to make beats for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yep. So names names out of a hat. Who let's let's give you three. Who's three people you'd want to work with? Just you you name them. You got them. Terrence Trent Darby. Uh, yes. Now nah, who is that? Who? Terrence Trent Darby. Who is no, that? I'm just I'm just fucking around. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's an old R and B singer. I mean, you uh, never know, man. Shit. Uh, I mean, me. I I, I want to. I want to work with Dr. Dre, no question. That's my number one. Wow. That's my number one. But for for what he's got going on behind the boards? Everything. Yeah. Everything. Just uh, arrangement, mixing, recording, production, just the meticulous nature of the mm. session. In the same way that people universally are like, yeah, Suge Knight will fucking kill you. There's nobody that doesn't say Dre's not the best like engineer <laughs> of them all. I mean, yeah. I mean, supposedly he EQs the elements before even tracking the beat. I mean, supposedly he does things that most people don't do. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just really curious. I'm just, I just would love to see it personally. But being his presence, but I, three, I mean, I don't know. There's so many people we, you know, we admire. But um, like when when I think of somebody, that's my number one. Okay, word up. Yeah, that'll be fire, man. And um. Definitely, it'll be, it'll be, I mean, everybody wants to work with Doom, right? Probably. It's funny because he's right behind you in the picture, and I was yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. his his visual style would work so well with you guys. He's here in spirit, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a funny tweet the other day. It said, like, 5% of the United States GDP is uh, 
fueled by Doom re-releases or Doom collaborations or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> now, is he on the whole the the new Zarface record? He's on the whole thing, or the he's whole just thing. on Bulljacks? Is he really? I still haven't checked that. I know you were sending that around. Yeah, I sent you. Today. I sent you one track off of that. I've been. I'm still been just listening to the J Cole record actually. Yo, I love that shit. Yeah, there's so much out, man. I mean, so much out. Even, thankfully, to even have um to get on the streaming wave, but yeah, there's a lot. It's crazy because I, I thought I'd be like, oh, I could listen to everything. Like I'm. It's overwhelming I'm, for sure. Yeah, it, it is, but in a good way. I like it because it definitely. You know, I don't care what anybody says about 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 this era. Um, <laughs> I think I think my voice cracked last time I was on this shit. Too. I think I asked who would you like to work with, and you said Dre. Like it's just it's we're repeating it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good, man. We're all getting old. Yeah. <laughs> what time is it? I'm tired. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, does it ever? You guys ever get worried that like you know with the rate that stuff's coming out these days that. You know, you could get your your album could get passed over just in a blink of an eye. Somebody latches on like, mm-hmm. like, like the Cole record. As soon as Kanye starts tweeting and tweeting, it's like right. people are like, "Oh, let's look at this." And there's a right. there's a brilliant record right here. But I think, but, but I think I still think that uh, I mean, Jay Cole. I mean, the man's the man's probably gonna do like four hundred thousand first week. So. He'll, he'll do big numbers. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't but, be but concerned like, about Cole, but, but I feel like this man. I feel like um in this era for us. That we we definitely are happy to be alive now because you know we we've been making music since we were like little kids and mm. th- I'm thinking about a time where you know people if you're in the game you probably have a way a connect in you're probably plugged into a person who right. works here or a person who does that there and I'm thinking for somebody who's not plugged in yeah. to be able to to put stuff out is a, is beautiful because um you know you can like, put you know, it up on SoundCloud and blow overnight you know yeah just like you know it's supposed to happen you know we selling I mean we 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 didn't sold CDs and you know just to people on the street before it just it no it definitely uh it puts everything at a level like field to say that people are people can anticipate your release along with a huge artist right so yeah we, we love it no to problem. that point do you have is there a strategy behind the date it's may 11th is your strategy behind that uh well we, we uh like the dot pop when we dropped that our like our pre-ordered like time period was was, was kind of long so we just wanted to make sure that when people hear because we, we got a song dropping at midnight actually tonight yeah, it's gonna yeah. pop up, and we're gonna we're gonna pre order go yeah, live tonight. Tonight, yeah. so what the fuck? Oh, What's damn. the name of it? Uh, Sleigh Bells, S L A Y Bells, B E L L Z. It's it's oh, funny. I, I gotta I gotta say this. Your music's awesome. Your Instagram account is also awesome because I've seen mad pictures of like you guys in elf costumes, candy canes, <laughs> Christmas stuff. I was wondering what was going like, on. I have no idea what's happening here. <laughs> right. yeah, we've been we've been teasing the song for a while because like you know again like just wanting to do things we've never like that. That's one of the biggest things that we try to kind of challenge ourselves to do is like never make the same album or song like twice enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we never used any sleigh bells in any beef. <laughs> that was a huge like that was huge for a, a long time. So it was like, you know, let's let's right. resurrect some sleigh bell action. And we, we we had the song damn near done even back in a, around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we teased it a little bit. Everybody's calling it the Christmas song. So yeah finally <laughs> everybody gets to know the title is sleigh bells and you can't go wow. wrong with sleigh bells and beats man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Finally coming out tonight, so yeah, we're excited. Nice, and so this will post on Monday. So <laughs> anyone that's hearing this, the song is now out. The song is out. I'm sorry. The song is out. And is it like when you say the 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 pre-orders? Is it like a click through off of Spotify? Or they have to go to your website to get it. 
Uh, no, it's been uh, anywhere. Yeah, like, all the streaming, uh, all services. streaming services. You Dope. get like, uh, you get like, uh, you get instant, instant grass. So all the so mm. state bells, and then you dropped the uh, fajita effect probably like a month or two months ago. So right. you're gonna get those two joints so far, and then okay. and then when the joint drops, you get it all. You get it That's all. what's yeah. up. Forgive me for not knowing this. What is the fajita effect? Oh, so I said we dropped this joint like. like from Tennessee to Quebec. No, no, no. I know hey. the song. I know the song, but what does oh, it mean? Actual, yeah, like, oh, oh, like what is the watch the, uh, Fresh off the boat. You never oh, watch like, Fresh off the like, boat. It's like it's when it's when somebody orders when somebody orders fajitas and the mm. joint sizzling. When when the, when when the waitress or waiter or waitress comes out of the kitchen <laughs> with mm-hmm. a tray with a sizzling fajita. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in the restaurant looks at it and they it, it manipulates people's orders. Like they say that the kitchen says that that more people. Will order fajitas after the first fajita comes out to get served. <laughs> so, so, so the song was kind of like a metaphor yeah. of like of like people like love it. wanting wanting what we have. Kind of, like, I love it. You know, it's an interesting thing. I bet the, I bet the servers <laughs> the are like, man, effect, right. this is the worst fucking thing that could have ever happened to me because it's such a pain in the ass to bring this out. And the more of them I bring out, the more people are going to want it. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, smoked, oh, yeah. smoked yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, how many forearms were singed? The trade-off is that the kitchen loves it because they don't actually have to. They don't have to cook chicken. Just drop the, they just drop the chicken on there. <laughs> yeah. You cook it like you know, another bowl this. of tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! yeah so, I mean, we yeah we had to. I, I forgot why we. Well, we were there was a there was a period of time when we were working on the album that mm. we were just getting chilies. <laughs> like we were just getting. <laughs> right. Like yeah, we had to, we had to do something with that in there. Well, so that's another thing I wanted to touch on because I know we talked about in the last episode, food is a major theme for you guys. And one of the things I really enjoyed hearing was some of the crazier stuff you ate while you were overseas. You got anything new to top top the craziness? Live octopus? You eat a boar? What happened over there? <laughs> yeah, we, we had we actually um we actually had some really good stuff. We ate well this time. We had some uh, man, we we had some. Some beautiful seafood. We had some, uh, we had like dry aged steak that was like mm. that shit was that shit was dumb old. That steak, that steak, yeah. that steak. <laughs> in a good way, in a yeah, good right. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that shit was yeah. that, that shit. I can't eat a steak ever again after eating that shit. That shit was that pop. We had some, uh, we had some really nice, um, uh, freaking uh, like I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even drink coffee. We had some, had some. Man, we, we when we were in Italy, man. Yeah, we just we just ran the gamut and had like twenty courses, you know. Say wine at the ass, you know, espresso, <laughs> this that, you know. We had we just we had it all, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. yeah, we had now we had some no nothing crazy, but just all just mostly good, mostly good experiences. What, what uh, cities what did you guys hit on the Italy tour? Uh, we just hit we just hit uh, Bergamo. That's yeah. it. Where's that? Just, it's Be- like right right outside of uh, Milan. Milan. I believe. Yeah, so they have, yeah. they got heads in Italy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, and the good. word the word on the street, well, at least a few years ago to us, was that the scene wasn't really there. But okay. it's definitely not the case, man. It's um, yeah, the, I it mean, seems to be bubbling. Really. Yeah, definitely, it was a good time. And that's not even you know, this was a smaller city. Right. It's like a little college town almost. And, uh, right. Yeah. So it was that was cool, man. Yeah, they just, just took care of us out there, man. What? Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we were eating, drinking, Ate like fucking kings. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were eating. We were eating. Eating and drinking up until showtime. Mm-hmm. It was wow. like ten minutes before showtime. I had a, I had a plate of I had a plate of, of uh, <laughs> what, what was I eating again? Um, the um, 
Yeah, that shit was bro. I like I the, 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 the was that something called Pacho, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Pacho's voice up. And then and wine and then right before I, I went on stage with like a like a glass of like red wine. So, like, <laughs> yeah, that shit, that shit that shit didn't stop. It didn't stop, man. Right. It was it was beautiful. I like the idea of it like it gets to ease verse and uh you know, holla holla and you like grab a little plate of burrata. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can get this in. He's got sixteen bars. Yeah, we had some burrata on some pizza, I believe. But honestly. You actually spilled Chianti on your shirt, kid. I, I would not be surprised. That actually happened on this run. Seriously, yeah, we was it was wine, we were wind out. That's yeah, dope. Was, Does was, that affect your performance, like rolling up there with a belly full of meatballs and pasta? Or? Well, it, it has in the past. We didn't. We we even though like Matt said, we ate up, in Italy. It was pretty bad with us eating up to the point of the show, but uh, we I don't, we didn't kill ourselves. We what was the city? Was it Stuttgart? Uh, yeah, I think it was Stuttgart. Uh, a few years ago, Germany, Stuttgart, we we ate. We ate it was yeah, it was just un. It was so unnecessary. Yeah, like, our, yeah. our show was sluggish as mm. hell that mm. night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we, they we, understood. We, 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 uh, if we, were, if we had dance, if we had like, uh, if we had dance steps to to catch, we would have missed. We would have missed all the cues. Dude was dude was farting on stage. Oh. <laughs> it was too much. Like in, in Italy. The difference about Italy was that we were drinking wine all day. Yeah. So like, I, 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 yeah, I don't know about I don't know about how you guys feel, but I feel like if I if I start drinking before I eat, yep, I feel like that when I eat that um I'm 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 floating already. I feel like I have a right. I feel like I have a good a, a good feel. Like not nothing is gonna be too heavy. You know what I mean? So right. we were right. the whole day. So I felt good up until the showtime. But right. that particular day, oh, that. we we had like a seven hour trip. Didn't eat, drink nothing. And yeah. then we just ate like mad food, one shot, and you then crash, they gave, right. and then they gave us, and then we got a Hennessy bottle after that. Yeah. So it was like we, we trying to drink and beer on top of a. Right. So that that's just, it was just a crazy combo. You know what I mean? I was once doing a show, and I was uh, for I learned the hard way beforehand. I had like a big old thing of fried rice, and uh, I, I I know I was at a Chinese spot. I don't know why they were selling. Uh, what's the uh, Sierra Nevada? Oh. Real heavy, like oh. I. <laughs> I had like two of those, right? And at the time, I was using a, a sign like during a song. <laughs> so I was so like, I felt like I had like a, a concrete basketball in my stomach, right? <laughs> so during the set, a friend of mine in the front wall was was like, flip it, flip it. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to kill it. Just let me get this shit over with. <laughs> After the set, he was like, I was telling you to flip the sign. It was upside down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was so far. I was like, I don't care. I, you know, like, just let me go take a nap. No, that's what happens. You, I mean, it really gets. It's not. It's not like. Yeah, your blood you know, is you, down here, trying to concentrate on breaking things down. You know, it's yeah. not up there. Go to my head, you stupid yeah. blood. Right. Yeah, it's a bad feeling, man. Yeah. yeah we, had, we had to just, you know, we had to do like an intermission just to drop a deuce and then come back. Introduce. We about to drop some pieces. Introduce. introduce. Right. 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 <laughs> so we saw. Um, we went. We uh. We went to. We met Cardi B like two years ago, right? What? At, That's at show, you know, We went to a show in Philly, right? And okay. she was about to leave. She left the stage, <laughs> and she said, "She said I gotta go." She said, "I gotta go, y'all." So I'm about to go take a shit. She said. <laughs> wow. she said to the crowd, like it, it was beautiful. Man. She told that to the crowd. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's how she yeah, that, that's how that's how we felt. She still yeah. is like that, right? She says whatever yeah. comes oh, yeah. off the top oh, yeah. of her head. Yeah, you Yo, have you seen the video of her uh going nuts about taxes? No. She's uh, she like no. for like six minutes, she's like, Where the fuck do my taxes go? This is some bullshit. It's crazy. I, I mean Oh, you know what? I, I think I, I may have seen a clip, but I 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I saw a six minute one though. It <laughs> took a, off. A six minute yeah, maybe, maybe I exaggerated the the, time, the length of it. But everything <laughs> I see from her is fifty nine seconds long. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I saw like a seventeen second that, clip. Uh, you saying that her money her money vanished because of taxes? You saying? Well, she was just like, how does it? How does this get spent? Like, you give me, I, I give you money, and then one of the examples she used was like. Uh, prisoners in jail like the outfits that they get like they lap like you wouldn't wear the same shirt for like three years right, right. and you have like a rotation of shirts right you know she was like you know you spend you give these guys like a 20 dollar thing and they're supposed to wear it forever like where the fuck is my money going mm. she mm. didn't say it quite that coherently yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. but the general yeah, honestly, point i was like wow she's pretty insightful i mean to be to be honest with you man like mm. I, can, I can only imagine like get, getting an abundance of paper right. at one yeah. shot, man. That yeah. shit must be. You must be. Yo, you must be stressed. That shit yep. must be scary because you know you you think you probably just in the whirlwind doing this, doing that, and then five, ten years go by, all of a sudden you you facing you facing some years because you didn't pay. You know, you right. know you what you're supposed to pay. That shit must be crazy. You got to get the right people around you. Your uh, uncle, who's your manager, just right. He yeah, can't, yeah, he can't. He can't be absconded. found anymore. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's not around. I can only imagine. Man. She right. just canceled her tour. I don't know. I shouldn't know these things. I know, yeah, I know, I, 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 know, know these people, I know people Prego. who uh, I know people who straight. I know regular civilian that that mm-hmm. hasn't paid taxes in dumb long. Yeah. So I uh, yeah. So imagine. I can only imagine. <laughs> I know. I know regular regular man. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. I got I got homies that ain't paid taxes in years. Uh, so imagine, imagine Uncle Sam don't even give a dead. Uncle Sam don't even care about them because they ain't got no money anyway. <laughs> right. But, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing where you when some people will try to make the argument that there is no law that says you have to pay federal taxes. So there's a pod NPR uh, Planet Money as a podcast, and this guy, like I think it was in the '90s, was based out of California. He tried to do it. He yeah. was like, you know, like you know, he kept getting pursued by the IRS to the point where he moved to Australia. They eventually extradited him because the judge is like, look, like you, you know, it's in an amendment. Everything that you're saying is basically nonsense. The lawyer representing him died, so like that didn't help his case. <laughs> but, like, you know, I mean, everybody has to pay taxes. Well, there is no I mean, true freedom here, right? Like yeah. you're gonna you're gonna pay taxes. I thought J Cole made such an interesting point on the album, and I've heard other people say this too. Uh, uh, but he was like, "Yo, it's it's 2018. Give me an apple on my screen. Like, let me choose where my taxes go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to support like a war machine, and I would like to not be driving over potholes. Which I think you know that's a reasonable. Yeah, I mean, it's never gonna happen. But right. <laughs> what song is that in? That's a, count it right or ATM. No, Canada. it's not an, Canada. It an It's either that or bracket. I think it's brackets. Oh, maybe oh, it, it is, is brackets. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's the last word. It's a good point. In- I mean, infrastructure I, in the I United States is is rated a, a D, D or D plus from the uh, American Society of Civil Engineers. I was going to say, what are you a civil engineer or something? I am a civil engineer, and we need to be funding uh, funding infrastructure. <laughs> what do you guys notice when you travel overseas, like route, like bridges, roads, everything? What's what's oh, popping in Italy I know on the, the train road? Is I like the infrastructure talk is strong. Is money. Here. That's what I'm saying. I tell you one thing, man. Like uh, I feel like uh, Germany. I feel like I could, uh, Germany specifically. I think is is a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. You know, they because you got to to have, you know, I mean, you got to think the roads for the most part are more narrow than they are over here, right? Mm. Like. When you, and even all right, so if we talking about the autobahn, you talk about this a lot more. Like I was talking to like our tour manager Dirk about it. Like there's a lot more speed limits than people think. Like it's not just like everywhere in the autobahn you can just right. drive as fast as you want. Speed limits and speed cameras. He's always trying to slow down and hit the cam. Mm-hmm. The speed cameras tracking you. But the thing I noticed over there is that I don't see any cars and I don't see any broken down cars on the side of the road. Hmm. I don't see. I mean, I don't see any 
you know, just, just, I feel like I don't, I don't, I feel like that people for the most part, you know, drive are better drivers in, you know, circumstances where they might be able to, even the Autobahn part where you got it, where you could drive as fast as you want. I mean, think about it in New York State, they implemented that for like a week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. You know just I mean? break like, off into the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Much I think, I think that, yeah, I think, I think it would be uh, just, I think they would just declare a state of emergency. For that yeah. week, you know what I mean? yep. So, so, for, so I, I just feel like it just, it, it, was, it just bugged out to see people kind of like, in, just, you know, driving as fast as you want in certain parts of autobahn. The requirements are specifically in Germany, like to get a driver's license, like in America, driver's head, it's like three weeks. All right, here are you pill popping 16 year old. Like in Germany, (laughs) like it's a pretty extensive and the kind of uh, intense situations they put them in. Like people are worried about parallel parking in the United States. Yeah. Over in, there's some video I was watching where they were showing like the crazy shit. So, and the accidents are much lower. Anything else you notice? Like, I don't know. We always, we always even take notice of how shitty uh, New York airports are, man. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how mm-hmm. like, like yeah. it's, there's no, there's no modern flair at all. I yeah. mean, yeah. Other, other other airports are shitting on, yeah. on LaGuardia and JFK, man. Yep, they're not even funny. Yeah. I mean, that's, just, that's, and, and uh, I would say, um, trying to think what else. Uh, I would say, um, just cleanliness. <laughs> oh, Germany! Germany! Is, yeah. I feel like you can eat off the street. Wow. I feel like you know, Germany is a clean ass country, man. Wow. You know, what I mean, they, they like in the rest stops. They got the rest stops where you got to pay. They used to have. If you go in there, if the person coming out before you comes out and you're paying your dollar and they leave it fucked up, you're gonna say something. You'd be like, dude, like every don't fuck this up for everybody. You go to the free joint A. You know, Germans are just cra- like their porn is crazy. So you know the bad <laughs> be crazy. But a free joint. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. you walk in there, it's rugged. And you're like, what the "Fuck, did I expect?" <laughs> you're like, right. you get what you pay for. No, yeah. you're right. It doesn't <laughs> be that good. Like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm gonna stand outside the urinal at work and be like, "Y'all gotta pay up." Watch out, things improve. <laughs> right. I will say this. I was think about a restaurant. Hmm. Think hey, about right, a restaurant right. that uh, a restaurant that doesn't want like people, you know, other than customers to say, "Yo, just pay a dollar and you can use it." Right. True. I was in Italy and I went to uh, I was at an outdoor bar in Bologna and I, I couldn't see there didn't look like there was a bathroom and I asked somebody and they're like there's basically the equivalent of like a porta john around the back and this was the grossest shit I've ever seen like there was no physical toilet in it it was like there was a the thing was up on a deck and then there was like basically a bucket below a hole when you went in there so I went I was with my wife and uh, I came back and she's like, oh, how was it? I got to go. I was like, no, no, we're out of here. <laughs> Trust me. It was bad enough for me, but you're not going in there. If you had to hold it back to America, I would tell you to wait. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it can get rugged for sure. No question. Yeah. That one was that was the free joint, right? I'm sure if I would have yeah, yeah. dropped the 50, 50 cents euro or whatever around the corner, I would have been money. But the yeah. thing is, too, you, you pay fifty cents, but then you get a, you get, a uh, you get a little yeah, a little ticket that gives you like fifty cents toward you know, and you then, get a stipend that you can yeah. use towards if you purchase something in the place. Yeah, take what? a couple of pisses, then you can yeah, buy really? another water. Wow, you're getting paid to piss. I'll tell you what, this rap shit doesn't work out. Just drink a lot of water. Yeah, you'll be rich. Yeah, an endless cycle of just uh, yeah, of liquid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So it's not it's not that bad. It's a decent, yeah. it's a give and take type of thing. And you guys are located now where in, in Orange County? 
yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, word. We got love for for the OC. And location that's going to stay the same for a while. You're not looking to, well, to move anywhere. I mean, for us, it's just about like, I mean, we especially now being on the road so much. It's like, you know, I mean, I guess, and, and even with the internet, it's like, you know, to I mean, yeah, it is nice to be in the mix sometimes and. Mm-hmm. And get up with people, and I guess sometimes you want to be in certain areas where you can network and stuff like that. But the internet is—I mean, I, I hate to sound like a, you know, millennial type, you know, thought process, but you know, it's just everything's—you can access everything. You don't really—it really doesn't matter where you're at anymore. So as long as we got Wi-Fi, we're, we're good. We got, we got, you got, you know, I think it's great business. Wi-Fi and Chili's. Wi-Fi and Chili's. Wi-Fi yeah. and Chili's. You're good. And, and, you, and your license is clean, and we're good. Yeah, you're good. But you guys come into the city a lot for sport events, right? That's seen on Instagram. You go to Nets games. Yeah, we got um we we got family, friends, we always always I in and out. Not not too we, bad of a yeah, job. I mean, I mean there's something we gotta do, whatever, we're, we're in there. So it's yeah. not yeah, it's nothing that'll prevent us from it. Hour hour and change, you know, yeah. not too bad. Yeah. Who you riding with in the playoffs? NBA. Yeah, it's tough. I mean I mean you saw you saw the game last night? Yeah. Four, you saw the uh, the, buzz, the buzzer beater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so oh, that was sick. we're all Wizards fans, so we were just like sulking by the time it got to that uh, point. Uh, but everybody, yeah. everybody, Wizards fan. Yeah, yeah. All three yeah. I mean, I like fans. LeBron, but you guys are all Wizard. from uh, you guys are all from uh, DMV area. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, oh shit! Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I'm in Maryland. C's in VA, and Chuck's in New York. But we all grew up. I've been in New York for five years, but I'm originally from DC. Oh, that's what's up. Oh, I knew there was some sort of connection. I just didn't realize it was all you guys. So that, yeah, well, it, this, it's crazy because Steve and I, when we were like magic, like six, like played on a soccer team, like uh, like 15 years later, Steve was playing pickup basketball, ran into Chuck, and then Chuck and I knew each other through college. We all grew up in the same county in Maryland. Oh, mm. shit. So, and that, you know, like, and, and things have branched out from there. But yeah, I mean, we're stuck being, you know, I mean, at least we have the Redskins. Though. Actually, Chuck's a Giants fan now that I think about it. I am, yeah, thank God. It's bad enough to root for the Wizards and Capitals. Right. <laughs> I saw a stat that Washington sports teams, you know, being in a, I guess it would be a quarterfinal, like a, a win that would put you in a conference final, you know, in a series, they're right. 0 for the last 13. That's unbelievable. Times they've been in a game like that. Between the, Sweet. That's the Nationals, Capitals, and Wizards. Mm. Nah, that's tough, man. <laughs> I, I didn't even uh, how do I didn't even see the Wizards game. Uh, I didn't even I didn't even see the Wizards. Game. You know it why? Because it, it was on fucking NBA TV. TV. Like seriously, yeah, they yeah, did. I, yeah. 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 No, I don't. You know, nah, it, I, it doesn't, I flipped. It doesn't, yeah, 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 we flipped. I flipped, flipped, but I don't, I don't remember. I think I was so focused on the Cavs game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't even paying attention, man. I, was, I, was, I, I tell you, I tell you one thing, man. That um. Yeah, the, the the Cavs are just man, like you know, I, I want them to I want them to win, you know what I'm saying? Because I just want I, I just want somebody to beat the Warriors personally, mm. you know what I'm saying? Anybody, I don't care who it is, I don't care if it's the Rockets, I don't care who the hell it is, anybody beat the Warriors, right? Because but, they keep winning, or because you, you just don't like them? I, I just I just I just I just I just, just want to see I just want to shake shit up a little bit, man. I feel like I feel like when the Warriors too much join, you know, I'm thinking oh they're yeah. gonna win the next four years, right? So. Rather, rather than have a guaranteed fate for the next four years, so I'm hoping that Somebody's... something something could just stir up the pot a little bit, you know. But um, I tell you one thing though, man, the Cavs team, it just it just the the, the amount of just I mean everybody's seen it. I mean, the amount of just ISO ball, it just yeah. it, it's like, it makes it makes you want to pull your hair out. It yeah. just like no no nobody's yo yo. I feel like yo Kevin Love, right? This man, this man used to be this man used to to be. Killing it in the paint, 
back in the, in the back in the day. Your man used to be, you know, used to, you could be able, used to be able to pass it to this man on the paint. This man used to be able to spin hook hook shots, go in, get a lot of offensive rebounds, put it back. I feel like when he gets the offensive rebound, he just passes it to to somebody yeah. in, the, in the outside now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like it just. Yeah. I tell you what, man. You remember when the Bulls picked up Ron Harper? Yeah, yeah. Ron Harper was dropping like twenty five a game on a really bad Clippers team. And I feel like Kevin Love was putting up twenty five and twelve on pretty bad Timberwolves teams. Yeah. I'm not. I don't think he's he's overhyped. But I think what happens is pretty much any dude in the NBA for like we're going to give you fifty touches. Like they could get twenty points, right? So I think what happens with it, like Ron, like uh, Harper was so good at defense, even though he wasn't going to get the buckets he got there, he could play that role. I think the thing with Love that he has a hard time. He's not a good transition player. Like, which is crazy because he's such a good outlet player. You have to be good in transition if you're going to run with LeBron. And I, I, I never really thought – I thought it was crazy for them to trade Wiggins. I didn't think it was a good fit. But, I mean, the other thing that's crazy about the, the Cavs is they got Corver. He's like a – he's such a good shooter. He's not nearly as streaky as J.R. Smith. Yeah. Smith. What else did they have? Like, literally nothing. I mean, it's tough, man. And I was, and um, I was saying like that even about Kevin Love, it's just crazy how he just turned into just a spot up three point shooter only. It just, right. like, uh, it's just like if you not if you don't get a three from him, you're not getting anything. Right. Like, he, he he did the baby hook. I, don't, I saw the baby hook probably twice the whole yeah. series. Like he's just old. I think dude's just getting old, like old and tired. Yeah. I mean, like age takes his toll after a while, you know. Yeah. And I, I thought, you know, and the young Rodney Hood, man, I, I thought that we would get, I thought that they would get a, a little more out of him. I'm mm-hmm. not really seeing uh, even Clarkson too. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be tough, man. Uh, LeBron just one man, <laughs> one man band, pretty much. Yeah, yeah it's the, funny the because Irving trade worked out too, where they basically netted zero. Right what happened? What we say again? The Kyrie Irving trade. Oh, like yeah. look at the roster from last year to this year. It's like they lost. Kyrie, who I actually thought like, oh, this guy wants to go on his own. I think he's hyping himself a little bit too much. And yeah. then in Boston, I'm like, all right, I was wrong. <laughs> then they got nothing, right? Like, Thomas wasn't a fit. He's gone. They traded him. Right, they didn't really right. get anything significant back. So it's like, to Cole's point, it's like LeBron and then a couple streaky shooters. I mean, I was watching the game last night. I'm like, I think Cor- Corver's the second most important player on this team. No I mean, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> even, that, even, even defensively. Yeah, he's he's effort around the board. I, I gotta, right. give, gotta give him credit. You, and your man, he's older guy. He, your man is your man is looking like you, your man is looking like a young man running running off them screens. He, he lost he a brother a too play. recently. Like, yeah, like, I heard um, about that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I mean, he's definitely. He seems a little bit more focused than he did when he was with Atlanta. But, you know, it's interesting about the younger guys, too, like a guy like Oladipo. I sort of root for him because he went to a high school not far from where I grew up, uh, to the math high school. So, you know, like sort of knew about him coming out of college. And, all. and so um, he goes two for 15 in the last game. Now, he's getting hounded. You know, actually, I, I shouldn't shit on Smith too hard. Like his, his shot was off, but he played good defense. But I think the younger guys, like – like Bradley Beal have an off game, but he's been in the league like long enough that he's gonna come out like it's not gonna be twelve points. He's gonna have thirty points after an off game. Some of these young dudes, I think, get a little overwhelmed. And when Cleveland picked up a bunch of young guys, I mean, watch we're recording this on Thursday. Watch over the weekend, one of them pop off for like fifty-seven points. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, but nah, but yeah, like you said, it's not guaranteed. Yeah, and it's, it's very hit or miss. Right. So who are you rooting for? Oh, anybody that beats the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't have a team. That he, he's like a diehard Nets fan. He, okay. You know I mean? So mm. you know, I show, I show love to the Nets, definitely. But uh, as far as who's actually, I'm sorry. Can we? I, I'm surprised we hadn't mentioned this. Can you move the camera over a little bit to the left because he's not in the shot. Oh, oh yeah. snap. There we go. Word up. I've been missing you, man. 
who's available right now? You know, I'm I'm a you know I'm I'm probably the most invested in the Cavs. Who's available right now? I would say, but you know, at the end of the day, I just want to see some good games, basically. You know? Yeah. But uh, Warriors, if the, if the Warriors could, uh, I mean, I, I just feel like they get lucky, man. Kawhi, not even no nowhere to be found. You know, right. what I mean? like you do. I just feel. I just want to, you know, I just want to see everybody at the at their optimum level. Right. But, hey, what do you, you think about step, how you know? serious? Yeah, how seriously you taking Philly? I think, I think, to be honest with you, uh, Philly Cavs. To be quite honest with you, I want to, I want to bet on the Cavs in that series. I tell you what's becoming clear now, and I, I mean it's been clear with uh, Brad Stevens since he was in college. Like, when you watch Boston play, I mean they have no personnel right now, but they're spacing. Just watching them, if I'd never watched basketball before, and I watched five minutes of each team, I'd be like, for whatever reason, Boston looks different. Their spacing is better. Yeah. Philly's coach, man. You know, I mean, you you really got to be like, yo, I I must I'm either really fucking good at this because I know I'm gonna survive three losing seasons. But there's some shit that he does, particularly lineup wise, that he pushes the right button. I don't think Tyrone Lue. I don't think he even coaches the team, but I don't think he's that good a coach. I, mean, I think the Brown dude in uh, Philly. I think that's gonna that's his name, right? Or Brett something, whatever his yeah, name. Yeah, I forget, I forget, I forget the name. The name. Yeah. I love his voice though. I love his accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He sounds like he could spit a sixteen on a doppelganger's track. He looks like he caught a he looks like he caught a few bodies before. Right, right. right. Yeah. Oh, you gonna fire me, huh? <laughs> now they're looking. They're looking. Uh, they're now they looking, look good, man. Yeah, they look. They're looking really good, man. But um, but yeah, I mean, what you guys think about the? How you guys feel about the West? You think Warriors are guaranteed, or you think the Rockets got a shot? You know, it's funny, man. Like you know how, like in the NCAA tournament. Whatever team wins, you got to win six straight games over the course of three weeks. It's a lot. Like every time, there's at least one game where they could have lost, no matter like who it is. I feel like that's happened with pretty much every champ. I mean, the Rockets were really fucking you know toe to toe with Minnesota until they had like a fifty point third quarter, and then that, you yeah. know uh, was it uh, Harden? Then who was the other dude that that was going off for them? Uh, uh, Chris Paul. Yeah. Like at some point, it's got to click for those dudes. Like all right, like no one's fucking with this. We. We're either going to beat ourselves. I think if they play like that, I, I, I also think D'Antoni does real stupid shit with the rotation. He plays seven guys. Everybody gets worn out as the series or the playoffs <laughs> itself goes on. So, you know, like if they get against the Warriors in the conference finals after a couple seven-game series, they, they don't, they're not going to have enough gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense, man. Yeah, I think, I, think the, I think it's safe to say the Warriors got it again. It would be nice to have some, you know. Fuck yeah, a, I agree. Mix it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's like New England every year. Yeah, I mean, right. It's, just, it's the same type of shit. So, I mean, eventually it will pass, but yeah, how, how long is it going to take? That's the question. The Wiz got it next year, man. Yeah, every, of course. <laughs> every time around this year, I say it. <laughs> you, got, you guys have a good foundation. I mean, it's the same. I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know if that turmoil shit is real or not with, with Wall and the rest of the team, but I mean, it's, I don't know. The, 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 they, they, they seem to say that the stats don't change or they still improve when he's playing. So, I mean, are you going to get, would you get rid of him? I mean, like, I don't think so, right? I mean, the, the thing I, I always, comp- and I don't think he's as good a player, but I think temperament wise, like Chris Paul, like when you see him barking at dudes, like it's not high school, it's not college, like they're all getting paid. He's not out of line. 
But after like four or five years of not winning with that guy yelling at you, you just like give, give me the fuck out of here. Yeah, I feel you. If there's right, if 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 things if you don't see results, it's one thing to see results from from that. I guess from being a grown man and getting chastised by another grown man, right? Who's not winning either? I'm right. like motherfucker. Like if you were carrying this to the finals, you know, I might wipe your ass after the game. Right, but like, right. yeah, you know. yeah. So yeah, I guess I'd be curious to see. What they they have the same problem, you know, year after year. Like, they'll get a coach like Scott Brooks who was like, look, sure, he was a big name. You yeah. know, maybe he didn't just ride coattails in OKC, but the problem he had was he he put weird lineups out there and he didn't react to obvious situations. I mean, the game last night, Valanchunas looks – he never plays in the fourth quarter. He looked like he – like, he looked like he had eaten one of the meals you guys were talking about. <laughs> he was just – he couldn't get up and down the floor. Yeah. They kept shooting free like field goals, like three pointers, like mid range jump shots. I was like, "Yo, this dude's the only guy that's over six five on the floor. Fucking attack his sluggish ass." And those are the kind of things with like the next coach they get. I don't know. They'll get like fucking. I'm trying to think of like a dude who, like Jason Kidd or something like that. I was like, "Yo, like he's a name and everything, but he's got such obvious flaws. You need to get like you know, I don't know, somebody fucking hire me, man." <laughs> I mean, as as a Nets fan, were you guys happy when the Wizards matched the hundred and twenty five million dollar deal for Otto Porter? Because I feel like this dude is I mean, he's a good player, right? But when I think of him as a guy on the max contract in the NBA, I'm like, I just I don't see it. Well, I, I mean, ever since what the TV deal of what last year was it the year before? I mean, guys are getting crazy. Uh, like I mean, some of these contracts are ridiculous for some of the names. Some of the names you don't even recognize. Right. Like, that dude, yeah. that dude, took, like took fifty mil to the face. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's just where it's at. So there's gonna be a couple guys. I mean, some people just probably have good agents. I mean, who knows? Right. <laughs> well, you you had it's interesting because I felt like the Nets. You know, when the Russian dude came over, he's like, I'm gonna try and buy a championship. You know, like it. I mean, it it never really works, but at least he tried. Yeah, he wasn't cheapskate about but it. And he fucked up the whole. He fucked up the whole team. Right. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're, 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 they, we're I mean, they, they got uh, they next got, year. Yeah, probably. they got what two two years in a row. They got uh, number one uh, first round picks yeah. two years in a row. So yeah, they get they got fleeced on that. I mean, that was you know signing rookie contracts with like Danny Ainge on that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, Ainge yeah. fleeced them. Crippled, crippled the whole yeah, the whole. I I appreciate his willing because on paper that next team was crazy. Right. It, it was older, but it was, I mean, for what it was, all of Joe Johnson, Aaron Williams, fucking KG, all, I mean, they could, they, it, it makes me sick to think that they, yeah, they couldn't get anything. Else. I think, you know, that's all you can ask of an owner, I think. It's, you know, like maybe not, maybe it wasn't the smartest way to do it. It was like, yo, this dude gives a fuck. And then for whatever, why did he end up selling the team? Was he well, like that? But that's the thing. It makes me question if he really gave a fuck in the first place or if it was just a cool thing to come in with a new team and just say, hey, because he right. said, if I don't get it in like three years, I'm out. And then right. pretty much you're just like, yo, these guys suck. I'm done. So, right. right. I if I hear that as a player. A small piece. I don't. I, I think he like minimized his amount of owner. I think he still owns a small piece. But yeah, he, he's definitely not the majority. Of, I don't know, man. He just, I think it looked good for him. New guy coming in, new team. Let's bring some new energy. Let's. Let's assemble this like you know supposed bomb squad on paper, and it was just it was a lot of <clears throat> you know everything looked good on paper, but it just you know it is what it is. And it was Brooklyn too. I mean, you guys see this when you go to Europe. I bet like you'll go over to Europe and people are just wearing hoodies that say Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, I've <laughs> never even been to the U.S. It's like such <laughs> a selling point, even just for the name. So, I, I, and I'm sure, like you said, it's the same for him. He's figuring 
Brooklyn, that's recognizable. Like, you know, fuck it, I'll own the Brooklyn team. Like, it, I think it all just looked and sounded good, and I, I think, you know, it was just too much too soon. They, they, they're not going to be good for probably a good 10 years. <laughs> Damn. Okay, them picks, them picks coming up, uh, was it 20, was it 20 and 21? Well, well we get a first rounder coming up, I think. Oh, for real? And then I think by 2020, I think we start getting on. I forget. Yeah, they got picks coming up in the next, <clears throat> next five years. They should have a bunch of picks. But yeah, they, they fleeced the Wizards for the uh, the Bogdanovich, who only had like three months left on his deal, and the Wizards traded a first rounder for him. He came in, played for three months, and just walked. I was like, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> what happened with this dude?" I mean, so I mean, many. I can't believe how many people. Yeah, it is all types of. I can't believe um even just because I pay attention to, like all former Nets. I couldn't even believe that uh. Was it Trevor Booker was just on um, Philly, right? And then I'm like, "What the fuck is he doing on the Pacers?" Right, <laughs> losing like, his hair too. That was a crazy book. Yeah, he started on the Wizards too. Yeah, I was just like, "What the hell?" Like, yeah, it's just yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, well, the Wizards, you know, they had so while Wall was out, they had this guy Thomas Sadoransky, who was like the ultimate like dime a dozen Euro dude. He never turned the ball over. He didn't create a shot. It's funny though. Like sometimes I think. Wall, so he had seven turnovers last game, like a lot of points and everything, but was cold down the stretch. For as much as he gives up because he tries to make fancy like defensive plays and he gets burned, for as much as he turns it over, I mean, I'm sure he's still like plus eight on Sadoransky. They don't even play him. They play fucking Ty Lawson, who they picked up, you know, like two days before the playoffs started. Yeah, he didn't even play in a regular season game. He's getting a big burn. In the for playoffs. anybody. Yeah. Right? He didn't play all season. He was in China. I forgot, I forgot all about Ty Lawson, man. What about Kendrick Perkins getting picked up by the Cavs? I love oh that. my god! Are you serious? <laughs> wow! Yeah. Like all these guys are my age. He's not, he's not playing, but it's right. Just... How come? How come? Uh, no, how come? No Tristan? No, what's, what's going on with him? Man? Got Kardashian dog. Uh, he got they, he got that they, cash dash on him. Yeah, they're playing. They're playing. <laughs> yo, yo, man. I think I think everybody who watches the NBA said, thinks this, but it, it, it's crazy sometimes. Just how many how many just walk up just hoisted three. So like, right. No, no, that's like there's, wow. there's no there's no penetration now. Right. After the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, wait, they, wait, they, wait till, they wait till afterward. But then, yeah. They, they, need, they need to. Yeah. They need to. They need to get it popping on the court, man. It's just, it's crazy, yeah. man. Too many threes, man. It's, it's frustrating. It's not aesthetically pleasing, but yeah. you know what is aesthetically pleasing? Yeah. Doppelgangers music. Peace, Cad. Hey. hey. <laughs> perfect. Perfect transition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what's the what's the rollout? Because uh, we tried that we tried to get a uh, premiere out of you guys, and you said you had a rollout plan. But we just, got, we, just had, uh, we had everything in the in the everything in the system ready right, to go already. Because right, right. you know we have a, so like this this you know sleigh bells coming out to, well, tomorrow technically is uh, that's been in the in the works in the workings for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So and for our be, listeners, that'll be available the second you hear this. That's now right, available. Right, yeah, 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 out now, and um, so it's gonna be pretty good. Yeah, we try to get everything all, everything all nice and lined up in, in the proper place, so you know everybody can get it. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be, it's gonna be. I don't care if you got, I don't care if you got Deezer, in Europe, yeah. anything <laughs> you have, it's gonna be there. You know? Okay. Is that the streaming service over there? I haven't Deezer? heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, that's what this one over there. Yeah, it's Deezer. Every, every little, every little streaming service is gonna be on there. Congrats, man! Continued yeah, success. We're so excited to hear the record. Can't wait to you know check out a show if you guys are around the area. Everything's at doppelgangers.com. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter. They'll come to your house, cook I mean, you something. We will. We literally will. <laughs> That's that new record, May 11th, and don't sleep on June 22nd. Make the trip to Vegas. 
Elzai. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And Ninja yeah. Karaoke. Take a, take a gamble on us. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for stopping through, man. It's yeah, always a lot Thanks for your time, fellas. Oh, thank it's, you, guys. Uh, what up? It's, great, it's, it's great to have you guys on twice. You're always welcome back whenever you want to do it. So yeah, let's, yeah. All, uh, let's all let's uh, all get up in Maryland one day and get a, get a bundle of, of crabs, man. Hell yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely. You ever down here? Uh, I mean, we have been. I mean, I would... I love crab so much. I'll make the trip in a heartbeat, man. Catch a game or something. That'd be fun. That's for sure. sure. Yeah, we gotta go to Baltimore and get the crab cakes that are the size of a softball. <laughs> no filler either. All meat. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Shit. It's like a, one little egg tossed in there, so it's <laughs> just to keep it together. Yeah. This sort of egg glue. <laughs> Wait it, man. Nah, you, say no more. That's the count of sin. Cool. Now we appreciate you guys, man. Definitely. Word. I'll hit you up when this is uh, ready to post. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Good. Thank yeah, you, yeah, guys. Yo, you guys have a good night. Enjoy your night. And right, uh, right. I'm, sure we'll, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Oh, yeah. Word. Go Nets. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy. All right. Yeah, that was, that was dope. Really dope. Was really good. We got so deep nice. in the sports talk. I, right? We got deep in the sports talk with the doppelgangers. <laughs> Steve said, he was like, yo, we got to wrap, son. Yo, good. Right, I didn't know. Right. I, I felt like we, I was writing at a at a courtesy for them. I didn't know if they had to go and yeah, yeah. go and eat fajitas or something. You know, it's you know? funny. Like uh, the wax interview, kind of like it. it I, I was like, I don't know what to make of it. Like, what are the boundaries? Because he was with us for like two and a half hours. He was. You're right. You're right. <laughs> like, he's probably like the richest person we've had on here, and he stayed on for like two and a half hours. So, <laughs> oh, he killed it on Tuesday night. By the way, really. Oh, he came the fuck off, man. It's with uh, just him? He's got a DJ with him. Um, mm. The guy that's won the DMCs before. Interesting. Wow. Uh, it's like an acronym. It's like IFTB, I want to say. HNTB? Um. <laughs> a little engineering humor S- for you. SWF? SWWWUWV? SS double double U to the V? He killed it. I was, you know, he ended up closing, he ended up closing the show. Okay. Uh, they had a couple openers and uh pen pals being one of them i forget the other people's name this one dude had uh he was nice he had a lot of he had a lot of tricks if you will you know that that were impressive to me one was like he had a whole song that was just words that were on one page in the dictionary and he like broke out it was obviously pre-written but like he went through and it was kind of like a i mean this as a compliment i don't want it to come across as a diss Uh oh here we go it was like a nerdy version of doing ebonics like the the yell song when you say one word on a dictionary page what do you mean like he went word for word so let's say it was I remember it was with S so let's say it was like struggle and then the next word is whatever is after struggle and it just went down the page and he went word after word after word and then gave like a quick definition for it Mm. okay struggle for how many how many words for a whole page like it was like a three minute song wow and then uh and he passed the clipboard around the crowd and let people put uh, words on it. And then he he had someone in the crowd read it out. And then he freestyled the words in that order. And without looking at it? No, no. I mean, he looked okay. at it. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that would be something well, I, without looking at the paper. You don't even have to rap. Just to remember the words would be impressive. The craziest shit was it, it, one of these things where I was like, yo, was this set up? Because that's too perfect. Like the ninth, it was ten words. The ninth and tenth words actually rhymed, and it was a sick word combo. It was like Marxism and Bart Simpson. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> wow, that's crazy!" Wow. That's like right when title. they read it that's out, I was like, "Yeah, that was, I was a like, setup." Yo, sure. what the fuck? That's nuts. 
Well, thanks to my that girlfriend putting episode, that together, probably. right? <laughs> That's crazy. Like, damn, Marxism and Bart Simpson. And then I uh, actually missed the open. Or I missed the people that played after him, and then I saw Mac Lethal, and then Wax ended up closing out the show. He killed it, man. I mean, there's certain songs that he has that live. He's like got that, a lot of material. That coin, that coins joint, coins joint hits is yeah. just so fire. Yeah, that's the He's, one. That's, bike rap always gets me. Oh, that's he doesn't so. do the whole thing though, right? Yeah, we talked about do, this. And, like, and he do doesn't more. do the best part. Yeah, do okay, more. I'll see him Saturday. Shout outs, G Links, opening mm-hmm. up. The ghost of Cole Policy will be there. It's it's funny, man. I was like. You know, we talked was, about going, right? Yes. We did. I, I was almost sure you were going. So, Cole, Cole flaking hard. No, no, but like <laughs> the way that. Cole, but sorry the, about it. It the, seemed like it was weeknight. He's no, like, no, no, I can't get there to go on at the, six. The ill thing is like he framed it so that he was like, hey, are you going to go to this thing? When I we already <laughs> agreed that we were both going, but he's like, hey, are you going to go to this on Saturday night? Right. When we already talked about going. Yeah. So I was like, hey, wait a second. That's yeah. not. It's so I make that drive yeah. Monday through Friday. I'm up at five thirty and no home at eight. No judgment. Because I make that drive. Right. And so I, like I was like, there's no way I can I, I know I'm not gonna go. Right. I know at like five fifty nine I'll text you like I'm not gonna make it. I might as well just tell you now. I'm so like it's a six PM was, it's a six PM show, right? Yeah. Doors open at six PM. Yeah. Strange. Plus the D C area has this like weekend rush hour thing that's going on now. Yeah. A guy that I work with was like, oh, I was down in, uh, I think I was down by where you used to live. I was like, where were you? He's like, well, I was going to like a baptism in Bethesda, but my hotel was in Springfield. Oh. I, was like, I was like, how'd that work out for you? He's yeah. like, not the way I planned. Right. Uh, I, was like, I bet. Two hours I was like, I was like, 495? He's like, how'd you know? I was like, oh, this has been half of my life on that fucking road. Right. That's, dude, to th- this week... Mm. With, they're doing they close like the right lane on the American Legion Bridge for like <laughs> I swear to God they just close it and just stand there and watch the like the traffic build up and go by I, four days I haven't seen them do anything they're building this pay week, toilets <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a fucking nightmare and then like you said like on Saturday like there's no reprieve I'm taking my daughter to see my parents on Monday they they live in Montgomery County so it's like that and then I'm playing basketball Saturday morning. That's literally going to be. It's already eight straight days of making that drive. Yeah, it's a long drive. If honestly, if they were like the show's going to start at noon and you'll be home by eight, I'd be like, I'll, I'll be, I'll show up at ten o'clock in the morning because I'm going to be awake. It's the idea of getting home at like two in the morning. Just does not appeal to me. I think you, you should think start. A show that starts at six is going to go on for eight hours. Oh, well, that that that's why I turned it down because I was like, yo, I'll be the second of. At least four openers that I counted. Yeah, and then Mac Lethal and Wax. I mean, you know, it might. I wouldn't say it's going to go eight hours, but like, you know, I'm still an hour away from there. I'm not leaving at ten if I'm there. Right. You know. Yeah. So I'm. I. I, I got bullshit excuses. What I got. I should go. I, I did. Truth be told, I dipped out early. So on the on the ticket, it said that the show had to end by eleven. Right, and uh, it was in this part of Greenpoint, Brooklyn that I wouldn't say is isolated, but it's isolated from public transportation. It's about a 15-minute walk to the nearest subway. Mm. And I'm like, all right, there's, you know, 50 people at this show. 
every single person is going to need to get an Uber out of here. Like this could quickly t- on just a rainy Tuesday night, this would quickly turn into an issue. So at 1040, I just called an Uber. I was like, I'm sure I'm going to miss good songs that he's going to do in the last 20 minutes, but yep. can't Smart. risk it. Smart. I like, I, that was a very, I'm adulting right now. Adulting right. is where it's at. So you can't, I, and I no came one looks, and you saved yourself two hours, probably. I stayed <laughs> up till one in the morning drinking beer on my own couch. That's I can't also adulting. Live tweeting Cole's new record. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when you got home, were you by yourself or were you hanging out with people? I was by myself. I actually went to the show by myself. Yeah. He's hanging out the with the Pen Pals. But I hung out with the Pen Pals. Shout out to the Pen Pals. Those guys. Shout out to the Pen Pals. So is Cynic Young Man? Is Young Man Cynic? <laughs> I still think he might be. He he denied it, right? But when he denied it, the accent came through a little bit, and he kept correcting me and saying "youngman." Youngman, youngman. Well, you know what I was thinking too was barman. Of course, oh. it's youngman. You know what I mean? Oh, because it's not barman. Right. Wow. Good point. What? How do we not think of this wa- sooner? I'm also wondering if barman, like mm-hmm. bars. Do you think, or do you think that's just his actual name? I think that's his actual name. Okay. He put out some music on Mellow Music this week. Yeah, I believe with Master Ace, right? Yeah, the Ace song. Did have you guys ever heard like the first EP that he did with with uh, Prince Paul? Master Ace or Barman? Yeah. The cover is like them in, in puppets, right, or something? I think there may be a puppet somewhere in the in is the. Is party party part of it mm. of the title? I Marty think it's puppets. called It's Very Stimulating. Okay, yeah. That I went and revisited right. it today. Yeah. It's really good, man. He's a great writer. The beats are incredible too, man. Yeah. I mean, it's Prince Paul. It's a given, but it was kind of in like an interesting time for for Prince Paul. I, I feel like he's the kind of guy, it's it's always interesting with him. <laughs> True. You know, True. kind of weird. Well, but he had that well, one record, wanna... Politics of the Business. Did you guys ever listen to that one? Uh-uh. Where he like intentionally tried to make like a jiggy sounding record. <laughs> How was it? Some of them were actually really good, and then other ones were unlistenable. Uh, in turn, was he who was singing on it? He. It was a bunch of different rappers on there. Unfaithful like, Evans. All the. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving that's a, that one. Amazing. That's a good. That's a good one. Mary Kay Blige. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we haven't really dipped into like the R and B singers, right? R and B slash rap yeah. singers. Right. Yeah. SVW, right. right? Woman of Anger. How about Have you ever heard of Manuel, the singer? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't get that, that one, Miguel. No. Manuel. Oh, Miguel. Thought, woman of anger i think you let that one settle for a little bit okay lady of rage wow woman <laughs> no longer in vogue <laughs> that's pretty good uh keep going mariah drop <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of at some for swv I'm afraid if I say something like yeah. someone out there, like right. like I'll just throw out an arbitrary acronym, like right. that's racist. Yeah, right. Don't Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was such a good interview, man. Yeah. I'm riding high. That was fun, man. That was that, that was fun. Those dudes, yeah, that was you know, fun. those dudes, dope. It was a nice they, cleansing they, of the palate from the the young yes. men too to like have a normal, are, somebody's like actually listening to the questions you're asking. 
Yeah, and that are, you know, fucking doing their thing, too. I mean, right. this is not right. not a bunch of nobodies. These guys are a force to be reckoned with in underground hip-hop right now. Right. I got a lot so, of text messages and emails about the the Youngman interview. Saying though. what? It's like that. Either, like, that was really awkward feeling or was that a joke or that was amazing right for whatever it I, was it 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 was something you know i he was definitely on his andy kaufman on it and i also want to say this like he hit me up and was like oh, you know in his way yeah uh was like you know i feel bad like boston balls like you know for people that are actually asking about ron you know i was like it's just it's a steeze, man. Right. Like we get it. Right. Maybe uh I think we talked about this though. Maybe like uh the next time around, <laughs> you yeah, know, right. Tone it down a little bit. But yeah. there there is that part of it though. Like I, I do think Chuck made a good point. It was like, you know, Desimich sort of doing us a favor. Like the next time around, like I'd like to think we'll be ready for something like that. Yeah. I if will you know, to, to, I assume we're still taping this and it'll probably be on the episode. So yeah. in the interest yep. of full transparency, I'll say this. I thought there was a really good chance that the interview wasn't going to happen. Mm. And I'd been busy that week at work, so I hadn't really dedicated any time to prepping for it. Mm. And when I went in and it started and it was going the way it did, I was like, wow, I'd, I I feel like I'm a little caught off guard or a little off kilter because it very obviously should have should have been very clear to me that this was how it was going to go down. Yeah. Right. But I hadn't given any thought to it. And then it was moving very quickly where, like, I'd never really reestablished. If you, I've probably talked the least that I've talked in any interview during that one. Agreed. I was like, you guys got this. There was a couple Agreed. times Agreed. I was just like, come on, Chuck. Chuck, say something. He, he loved, well, and the funny thing was he loved Steve. So I was like, the path out of this interview is Steve. Right. He did. For right. some reason, I took the least amount of heat. Uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't take any heat, actually. No, he loved you. He did not hated like you. Me he and was neutral like, on Chuck. He did, yeah. not, he did not like you. Cole, Cole threw the Cole asked for the olive branch or asked to be thrown a lifeline or whatever cliche you want right, to use to be right. a couple of times. And I left my man hang. <laughs> you were like, yeah, nope. Like, Anytime, Chuck. <laughs> it's not a visual medium. You gotta say something. <laughs> nah, you know, it, it's interesting because mm. like there's I you can tell when some like when Des and Mitch, I was like, I mean, even worse because we're friends with it. Like, it was just fucked up. Mm. For Youngman to, I wouldn't even, like, I mean, basically apologize, but, like, just reach out afterwards. Like, mm. I think if he just wanted to come out and be like, this is me doing shtick, and, like, I, you know, I feel like I, I was a dickhead. For, like, someone doing shtick to be like, you know, I, I feel kind of bad, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I get it at the same time, like, it it is a podcast. Maybe you ought to be a little bit more open to what's happening that we're trying to promote you. But you know, if you want to do Neil Hamburger shit, who's Neil Hamburger? So you ever watch Tim and Eric? He basically shows up and shits on the crowd. <laughs> and so you know, like my not literally, okay. but like you know, if if that's your shtick, right? The next time around, I'll be more prepared for it, right? Or I, I would think people interviewing will be more prepared for it, right? Or maybe I don't know, you know, Distract a dude like that. I also, no, uh, no, I don't think it got because it wasn't personal. No, it wasn't personal. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. It was a shtick thing. I do think at that level, though. I mean, maybe just interviews. I don't know. Aren't worth this time. I don't know. Okay. No, I think he wanted to give a dry run of how the how the shtick was going to work, and right. that's why it was on. That's why the volume level was at eleven. Right? Uh. 
Anyways, right. shout out to Doppelganger. Like one, I'm gonna you know pre-order, pre-order the Doppelganger album tonight. Right now, you yeah. know how it goes. One day it's Chrome Bills, the next day it's Sway in the Morning. I mean, that's that's been. It's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> right, right. You want to go play in Vegas? I think they were on. They were on Toka Tuesday or something recently on uh, on Sirius or Shade Forty Five. A word. I saw what? something about. How did not bring that up? up? No, I forgot to bring it up. I think in the last two weeks they were on Shape 45. That would have been something to bring up. You mean you didn't want to interrupt me while I was breaking down Andre Blatch's contract? <laughs> I, I can't. I need to have like a dog collar when it comes to sports. I do think that for people that are outside of the fandom, understanding what it's like to be a Wizards fan is yeah. just it's something that only exists for people that do it. And I want to give credit to the article that Deadspin put out about two weeks ago. And it's very long and very well researched about the post not right. The wizards from a one to 2010 and the parallels today. And this interesting thing that the best thing that you could do in your NBA career is be on the Wizards and then go somewhere else. And, I mean, the list is exhausting. Really? Of people. Oh, my God. You got two guys that are g- going to win a title this year. Right? You got Nick Young and JaVale McGee that are on the Warriors. Right? Wow. Mike Miller was instrumental on a championship team after he played for the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Think about that. The Wizards traded a, a fifth overall pick. For Randy Foyer and uh, Mike Miller, that Mike could have Miller. been Ricky Rubio or Steph Curry. <laughs> That's insane. Right. Do you know what it is too? It's like like the Browns have been so bad for so long, and they weren't even. They're like a new version of the bad Browns. You know what I mean? Like people are like, oh, that sucks. The Cubs, like lovable losers that eventually won. Same thing with the Red Sox. So few people care about the Wizards. Like when I hear when I heard Barkley, he's like, "That's a team of the future." I was like, "What?" They, like he knows that the Wizards are in the league. You know? <laughs> Nobody cares. Did you watch how many people? How many regular about. season games did you watch this year? Uh, it was tough. Not many. Right. I think, I, I think ten I might have actually had uh, less than five for the first time in my life, okay. adult life. Okay. But for me, it's tough. I don't, I don't get them up here. I get, I get it when they play when they're on NBA or I mean when they're on ESPN, and then I get when they played the Knicks and Nets. Okay. Before but, having a kid, I I used to watch like probably like twenty a year. That's a lot, particularly towards the second. Yeah, you know, I was like, basketball is good for TV because especially if you record it, you can watch it in ninety minutes. You know what I mean? It's fast. It's yeah. There was a time in the Gilbert Arenas, Karan Butler, Anton Jameson era that if I didn't watch all eighty-two, I saw seventy. Right. Right. And and to Cole's point, I mean, I was DVRing them, and I think. Of the let's say the twelve games I didn't watch, it was because I would have been out that night, and then I heard the result, and it was always tough to go. I mean, I'm not like out here breaking down game film. <laughs> like, if I know if I know it's an eight point loss, it's tough to watch like the second quarter of that game and be like, right. "Oh, that's right. interesting substitution patterns between Ethan Thompson." When are they going to realize that Javaris Crittenden is the right, right. He can really shoot. <laughs> Hey-o. At, at people. Hey-o. Uh, 
it's interesting because you're manslaughter wasn't that what they explained? right god I, when you sent me the link i just thought i just started like texting you out of context sentences <laughs> from it like, it was amazing. I went to to lunch and I started reading it. I was by myself. I never even got all the way through it. I think I only read like. The I'll tell you what you got to do. Uh, that Slop sent. No, that's a different one. Oh, that's a shout different out one. to Slop. Okay, he sent like a more. So, so here's an interesting thing about the authors. The the one on Deadspin was written by Dave McKenna. Okay. He's the one who had like that huge uh, issue with Snyder, where Snyder was like trying to sue him for defamation. Yep. And he was oh, like, and he was at all, the city paper, right? Right. And he's like, uh, all I'm doing is listing everything that you've done. <laughs> you're basically be suing yourself, and so then he got picked up at uh, at Deadspin, and I think they gave him a little bit more room to breathe, like in terms of how uh, like humorous he is. But one of the things he links to was uh, the thing on God damn it, what's the site? Um, it's not it, it, it it's not Wiznuts the site, but it's like that writing style uh, mix something. It's not truth Fuck. about it. Or... McSweeney's McSweeney's, I think. There's a link in that article, the Dave McKenna thing on Deadspin, where like he links to something in Missouri's. That was the funny issue. It was like a more highbrow Wiznuts article, where like the references, like any you know, it, you could go like one step outside of like being a Wizards fan and have no idea what was happening. But if you're a Wizards fan, it was the funniest fucking thing you'd ever read. Shout out to McSweeney's. McSweeney, <laughs> Steve, are we keeping you up, man? I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, no, it's good. When you they, guys are I've, you guys are definitely a level deeper into the wizards than I am, but I want to get there one day. I want to get there. No, you don't. No, you. Maybe I, I don't want to get stay there. Out. I don't know. Maybe stay I'll, out. Stay away. Stay out. So when I said the thing about players that leave the wizards and go on to do great things, yeah. My newest prediction. I've got two of them: Sadaransky, Kelly Oubre. Wow. Oh. Okay. Ubre's deal will come up. Someone will offer him money that they can't pay, and he'll go somewhere and he'll explode. Wow! Explode? How, do you think he's that good an offensive player? Uh, no, I think he's an all-around player. So I think that in the right situation, he kind of has like this Cory Booker thing or Cory wow. Brewer, Cory Brewer thing. Yeah, Cory Booker. Yeah. Cory Booker. <laughs> a member of Shout Congress. Too hard to run for congressman. Booker. I think I run, it, I run an comp. offense and I run for office. Right. Right. Brewers a great comp. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. You because like his just his wingspan alone, his desire to play defense in a league where eighty percent of the guys don't want to play, and then every time I see him score, I'm like, wow, that's a bonus. <laughs> well, know? and the other thing is that emotional players, which is a very emotional player, right? That never seems to work in Washington, but in other places right. it tends to go so well. They're like, this guy's got drive. Look at his motor. Like it's every positive yeah. thing comes out when that isn't happening here. I was I was uh, hanging out with somebody, uh, going to like a bar or something. We were talking basketball, and like the the person driving was like, uh, I said something like, I think cause uh, Demarcus Cousins would be a terrible fit in DC. You, you see guys like that that like come in with reputations for having behavioral problems, and this is not the city to do it. Like to be here, and the guy was like so offended. I was like, dude, like name me one fucking guy that's like Rod Strickland. This dude's puking before a game because of his eating habits, getting in fucking fights at at fucking uh, TGI Fridays in Greenbelt, and he was nothing but trouble everywhere else. He's been like, name me one dude that's come to this area. Football's the fucking worst for that shit. So I, I don't think, you know, I, the problem I have is you're just going to keep attracting like a certain type of player 
like fucking Mitch Richmond, like the tail end of his career. The thing I I don't know. Cousins, you don't want him here. The thing that drives me nuts about them again is like Scott Brooks when they hired him it was like four years from now, you guys would just be he'll look you know, like when they show you how the president has aged. Like that's how like Scott Brooks was gonna age over the course of four years because like <laughs> this is not his eyes might pop out of his head. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like what you're supposedly good at, like offense, it, that's not gonna work because you don't you don't tinker enough with your lineups to make it happen. In the last like quarter of every fucking game I've ever seen you coach, guys are just jacking up the dribble for eighteen seconds and jack up a, a field goal like Yeah. If you hadn't already gotten a job, you wouldn't have gotten this one. I guess is the best way I can put it. God damn these fucking assholes! <laughs> Casey was texting, like she's she doesn't curse at all, and at one point she just texted uh, STFU in all caps. Well, because you were watching the game, I was I was yelling, and you know, like I so I have like wireless headphones. <laughs> so you're just down here with headphones on cursing, right? I'm like no one can hear me, right? <laughs> The neighbors are here. I mean, it's so frustrating. And I, you know, I I do it to myself. Chuck, what I mean, do you do you feel like not being like when you go into work today, or like the day after a Wizards loss, and no one wants to talk about it because you're up in New York? Do you feel better? Um, I mean, I you still wish I, you had someone to I talk text to. With you guys, I text with like Bart. You know, I I still commiserate, but. No, it's funny you bring that up because I was watching the game here and you know, I have a one-bedroom apartment. My wife was like, I think she was actually on the couch, but she was doing work on her computer. And she was giving me these like, who are you talking to <laughs> kind of expressions? Right. Because I'd be like, just imagine like you're sitting in dead silence. The game, I didn't have the game at a very loud volume. And then it would just be like dead silence and here we'd be like, get aboard, get aboard, get aboard. <laughs> ah, fuck. Right, 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 right. <laughs> You know they can't hear you. It's it's funny. I try. I try. I told her I was like, just sit down and watch a game with me once. Like, even if you don't care about the X's and O's, you'll start asking questions. Be like, who's that guy dating? Like, would you like Tristan Thompson's dating one of the Kardashians? Like, that'll rope you. Nope. You know. I don't know if it would make my life better or worse, but there's no way I could get away with yelling. That's so, really <laughs> I always love to memorialize predictions. So, what do you think? Do you think they win? Game six, I mean, but game six and seven will have happened by the time this post. So right now it's three two Toronto. I think the classic Wizards move would be to win game six like rather convincingly, uh, and then lose in the fourth quarter of game seven. I mean, I'm just gonna predict that. But then again, my last prediction was that they would lose in five, and that the the one win would be a blowout in game three. And I for <laughs> a lot of game four, I thought I was dead on. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. The third quarter of last night's game, I, you know, I probably watched like 50 quarters of basketball over the course of this entire year. So whatever, like, you know, part bits and pieces of some games and stuff like that. I mean, that was a, a playoff basketball, hard fouls. Both teams, were, like, I mean, Toronto was neck and neck with them. You'd expect that at home, but it wasn't like the Wiz were playing bad defense. Like, it was just great execution, you know, guys were hitting shots left and right. You know, they weren't particularly easy shots. They had to work for them. When the Wiz play like that, particularly with their starting lineup, I'm like, dog, like, they might not be able to bang with a bigger team, but if you put them against a smaller team and they're started, starting five as an A-plus 36 minutes, they can beat anybody. The, the problem I have is the way that their lineup gets used is that, so 
they didn't sit wall from like the third period going into the fourth period. Like they played him a little bit longer than I thought he should, particularly like, you know, what does he play 10 games since he came back from injury? Did he, did he play at the end of the record? Like, you know, he, he was fucking gas. He was fucking gassed at the end. And it's the same thing. Like with the Nats, when they're complaining about their leaders, it's like, well, if only there was a manager there to figure it out, like, what does this guy get paid to do with Brooks? I'm like, how are you, how are you throwing out a gassed John wall in this situation? Like manages minutes better. Maybe there's tweaks like that that they can make, but honestly, man, like Maybe you he saw, feel you can talk to Wall like that. Well, no, check it. My point being, like, so Utah was up 25 and could have closed that series, and they lost to Oklahoma City. Now, That's I mean, insane. momentum, right? Momentum wise, even though they're down three to two, you got to think OKC is going to be like, no matter yep. what you do, yep. you know, you can't shut the door on us. I think the Wizards, like, they were up five with two minutes left in that game and lost by ten. Yeah, I. I I think no, that it was wasn't sort of two minutes. It didn't happen that drastically. But no. they were they were they were up five with uh, seven. I'd minutes say about left. about six minutes left. It yeah. went to break. Okay, and I remember I ran. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna burn half a cigarette and like brace myself for the end of this." And I could see the game through the. I was at a bar, so I could see the game. And like by the time I even got back in, it, it's they were like down right. five, right? And then at that point, I was like, because the whole time I was also talking, I was like, I cannot believe that these guys were eight point underdogs in Vegas, like. They're obviously at least right. on the cover. Like this right. just seems like oh. money. How brutal a beat is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, there were it was eight. It was eight, yeah. That's brutal. And I mean, you, if you're watching a team with like a four point lead, right. right, six minutes to go in the fourth, you're like, all right, they may not pull this out, but like they're covering. I if if I, I would leave at that point, that like there's no way I can watch this. Every there will be beer glasses in every TV in this place. <laughs> I think the world is happy you don't bet on sports. Right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna say they lose. I think they end up losing game six at home. Just just wrap it up neatly and uh, call it a season, fellas. Tor- you know? Toronto's got you know that's one thing. And you saw it last game. If you're going against a team that does a poor job of handling the minutes of their starters, yeah, and then you can go eight, nine, ten deep, you got a good shot. I will and say I've been, been very, I haven't seen a lot of DeRozan in particular this year. I've been very impressed. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting was game the game that the Wizards won at home that, that Beal fouled out. I mean, that, that game was neck and neck, and DeRoz- DeRozan was unstoppable. And then I think he ran out of gas. because Particularly, like, the first quarter, I think he shot, like, 12 or 13 free throws, and he was, like, 0 for 6 from the field, but he had, like, 12 points because yeah. he kept getting to the line. So in the fourth quarter, uh, Lowry, I, I don't know if this is crazy, he, the first bucket of the game for Toronto, he had, like, a crazy bullshit bank, like, three that, like, bounced all over the place. Then he like tied it up right before Beal went out in the fourth quarter with the same kind of shot. After that, DeRozan went ice cold. Like he was as cold as the Wizards were in the fourth game uh, of the night before. And and I'm wondering if maybe maybe the the Raptors don't have the kind of dynamic score that he is, hmm. and they need to be better with this. But I don't know. If you're Toronto going in there, like I would think we're gonna play, even if it means that like our guys got to play like 40 minutes. We're looking to like put the knife through their throat in this game. We don't want to go back home. Fucking need to, they need to rest, right? I mean, that's the other thing. If you're if you're really going to make a run right. as, a, as a one seed, you can't fuck right. around and go seven deep with the yeah. fucking Wizards. Well, another thing I look at, like Philly, right? So they've been on fire for, you know, like they've won. They played so well in like the last 25 games, right? So them having like a week off is not great timing for them. Mm. 
Whereas with Toronto, I think they'd be like, look, like we won 60 or 59 games or whatever this year. Like we know what we can do. Like three or four days off is going to be much, it's going to be a big deal for us. That dude Embiid is good. Yeah. It's, beast, it's a sick team. Chuck, who do you, what do you think about the Wiz Raps? Wiz Raps. Wiz Raps. Oh, no, I said, I said that the Wiz will, they'll, okay. my prediction is they'll win pretty demonstratively uh, tomorrow. And then they'll they'll hang around on Sunday in Game Seven, and then the fourth quarter will just be <laughs> everything that's wrong with the team, and you'll see it all come out. Like I think that you'll see on court arguments, Beal and Wall. I think you'll see Otto Porter go into a shell. I think you'll see everything you can imagine that is like if you had to summarize the season and where it's gone wrong. I think you'll see bad rotations and. You might see like a Ty billion. Lawson playing 37 oh. minutes. <laughs> Ty Lawson getting bad burn. Right. I think right. you'll see um what's uh what's my Ian, Ian Mahimi? I think oh, you'll see a little God. bit too much Mahimi. Too much Mahimi. <laughs> he I mean, that's the kind of like you know him and Gortat combined. I I, I kind of want to look it up if you'll indulge me. The number will blow your fucking mind uh, in terms of salary this year alone. Well, if you remember when, so they cleared a ton of cap space for Durant, which everyone outside of DC knew he was never going to go there. Everyone in DC thought he would at least humor an interview, but he never even did that. Right? Smart. And yeah, smart for him. He's like, "Where the fuck do I want to go there?" And so then they had a bunch of money, and then they threw it at Horford. And they were pretty close to getting Horford, and then he went to Boston. And I th- can only imagine how different the future of the franchise would have been. Not that Horford is great, but he's better than Gortat and Mahimi combined. Right? So I, th- I think they could have found a way to make it work. They certainly wouldn't be sitting as an eight seed this season, even with Wall going out if Horford was there, right? Right. So then they had all this money, and they threw it on Mahimi. What's the what's the white dude that doesn't even get any burn? Is it Jason Smith? Jason yeah. Smith. Yeah. There's one other dude who I don't even know if he's still there. But like they threw like a hundred million dollars on these guys, and it, you know it's sometimes it's like it is just that easy. I was like I don't even know who the fuck any of these people are. Right. And I remember it was like other they'd be like oh man no no I I like I like these pickups I like these it's like. Any, I know the NBA enough to know that anytime like a trade happens where it's one big player for like a composite bag of trash, like the team, <laughs> the team that gets the good player always gets the better of the deal. And I felt like they got the free agent version of that. Right. Uh, they're like, all right, we'll just like get guys off the scrap heap and like let's just spend this money right. to show that we're trying to win. And it's like who, who the fuck are these people? When they signed Jason Smith, and I was like, let me guess, like big white guy. And then they showed a picture. I was like, "This it's like an avatar in a video game. Are you fucking kidding me with this guy? <laughs> you know, it's all right. So I'm going to round down or on Gortat. We're going 12.5 mil this year. Wow. 12.5. Wow. Okay. Jan Mahini, that's the one you're going to lose sleep over. 16 mil this year. Are you serious? 16 mil next year. 16 mil the year after that. And that's guaranteed money, folks. You got $28.5 million going into maybe 17 points. No, I'm not even going to go that high. Maybe 11 or 12 points and six rebounds. <laughs> I feel like Mahimi is Steve. like 
he's like a Chris Anderson type where like I don't think I've ever seen him score a basket where the ball left his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen him right. dunk a lot, and I've right, seen him right, miss right. some free throws. Right. Like, right. That's, well, yeah. that's you know the crazy thing is the first thing I thought of was like you're exactly right. Like he scored a lot of points with the ball not leaving his hand, but like the, he hasn't dunked a whole lot. Like <laughs> just like point blank layups, <laughs> little drop ins. Right. Like I watch. It's funny. I was watching last night, and there was a point where like. You know, somebody from the Raptors was going to drive, and Mahimi didn't foul him. I was like, "What? Are, like, that's like a that's like Beal passing point, up really? an open jump shot. What are what you, are you doing? Here, what are you here for? The money. I right. got a bunch of my minutes. Sixteen. I mean, ugh. I don't want to go too macro on this, but like, you know, teachers have to <laughs> or, buy their own paper. like printer. Teachers have to buy their own printer paper, and Jan Mahini's making sixteen million dollars. That's insane. Well put. I need a drink. I would, I would fucking, I would do a lot of stuff for a cigarette right now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Now we're are talking. Still, are you still off the six? I, you know, like if they were around, I might have one, but then they're, they're not around at the house. Yeah. In the Seven Eleven, that's a that's a good walk. That's an inexplicable walk. Where'd you go? Take the trash out <laughs> for 47 minutes. Do you have them? Bring them over. No. Okay. Good. Chuck, you I'm still clean living. Joints? Yeah. Are you you're not drinking either? Are you completely clean right now? I'm completely sober, man. Why? Did you not want to drink tonight? Did you think we were gonna get get young wind again? You were trying to be ready? No, nah, I think I'll just I don't know. I'm I'm yeah. going through a weird thing with alcohol right now. Okay. All right. You're over it. I just I, I drank not even that heavily. I think I had like five beers last Saturday. And I just felt so terrible on like the following day. Because you had to be up early? Not necessarily. It just like just was like I don't why am I killing myself like this? I'll pro- I'll be case? I'll drink again. Like I know I'm it's, maybe this is temporary, but it's just like I just want to feel good. Right. You know? What was the occasion? Uh I went and saw Buckethead at the State Theater. Oh right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you were out and about yeah. having five beers. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was doing something. Doing things. That uh, guy's kind of incredible. Buckethead. Yeah, tell us, a, tell us about the a, show. He's a weird dude. It's like a guitar virtuoso. Oh, you mean a guy named Buckethead who wears a bucket on his head isn't weird? He was he was definitely out there. There was like random magic acts during the set. That he was doing? No, he like brought out some guy in like a gorilla mask <laughs> who was like doing tricks with fake flowers and and then Buckethead like in the middle of his like heavy it's kind of like heavy metal guitar you know like kind of shredding stuff he'll just bust out in like a uh, bluegrass guitar just ding, 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 on the same guitar same guitar that's crazy his guitar has like um it's almost like a it's got like joystick buttons so while okay. he's playing then he'll like touch the joystick buttons and then it'll do something else like with effects and shit now i know you went with an uncle are you yeah, a buckethead uncle. fan or is your uncle I whose idea was it to go? It to was the show? his idea, okay. Because he just likes, he just likes stuff that's experimental, weird, you know, a little bit different. So, and were you aware of who he? Yeah, is I know who Buckethead was. Buckethead um, has been around for a while. I think he's been around since like, I want to say like early nineties. Chuck, had you, had you ever heard of him? Me, no. 
I sent it to Rashid, and he was like, I sent the video that Steve had posted to Rashid. Oh, you did? Okay. And, he, and he knew exactly who it was. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's. I mean, I think he's pretty well regarded in that guitar community. Like, he's on Guitar Hero, I think, on one, like one of those Guitar Hero games. He's like the top level of emulation. What? Yeah. Paid. Yeah. Um, Rashid is definitely the type of guitar player that brings like seven pedals to every game. So, the, yeah, this is like right up his alley. But yeah. this guy was, I mean, like sometimes you see guitar players who are, they're working really hard, right? To make all that noise. You know, they're really fucking getting after it. This guy was effortless and just ripping through songs. Man. Right. Yeah. Effortless. And he was, and I think like at some points he's just like, all right, I'm going to do this style now. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, that sounds like Metallica or that sounds like Raging Against the Machine. Or that sounds like Led Zeppelin or Creedence Clearwater or, okay, that sounds like a fucking James Brown lick. Like, he, it's it's effortless and he's just flipping styles, man. Yeah. So, like, did, did you get the impression he was almost bored or he was always I think always he's that engaged? good. No, I think he, I mean, he must love this because this is all he does. Yeah. He just goes on stage and shows off how good at guitar he is. Right. Know? Right. That's um, awesome. How long of a set are we talking? This was like two hours, man. Jesus Christ. And it's him. He's up there and he's got like an, I don't know if it's an iPod or whatever, but backing tracks of just drum, of like straight drumming, you know, like six, eight or 16 bar loops of drums, different that tempos. he's manipulating or he just presses play? Press, presses does play it. and then he's like fucking guitar and then he's just like tearing it up, you know? It sounds like no a great singing, line. No singing. All guitar choruses too. Don't need no hooks. We don't. We don't need no hooks. Shout to no Shaq. Um, yeah, so it was a good time, and that that um, State Theater is a nice spot if you have. Fuck yeah! If you've been there. So tell me about the beers. What kind? We're we drinking some heavy. Oh, definitely some... IPAs. Yeah, that'll Man, do you. I think. I think that may be part of the problem. I just can't have more than two IPAs. I don't Chuck, like anything back me else, up man. Me. I don't really like a lager or a pilsner. Or or stout. I just like IPAs. Stout is the when you turn the corner from the IPAs. Okay. I used to. You were in that zone. Okay. I was in the IPA. I mean, I remember getting beers that were called like Hoppocalypse. Yeah. They just it was yep. so hoppy. They were like, we're we are turning up the hop level. You're gonna shit your brains out tomorrow when you have this. Oh, I mean, you, you wouldn't even. You could feel it in yourself if you started talking to someone. You're like, I can't let them smell my breath. Okay. Like, it's just, yeah. I'm hopped out. Would you pour that in a glass or would you drink it out of the bottle? I'm probably going glass. Got you. Got to. You can't drink IPA out of the bottle. I don't mind. I don't mind it. But oh, that's fun. Oh, okay. I don't. I feel like I, I really want those beers on draft to begin with. Let them open up. Yeah. So, anyways, so, so five e, boys, so five IPA, so five EPAs. You and EPAs, Scott, Scott me Pruitt. and Scott Pruitt were um, were living rent free. Right after that, and. Uh, but that'll do it to you. The next morning, five IPAs because you had you basically had seven beers. Yep, that's a lot. I mean, that's that's fine. But I've right. been no no alcohol all week, man. You're one of the most disciplined people I know. If you're not feeling it, you're not doing it. Feels good. I drink every morning. You guys got to check out. I don't know if you listen to Rogan ever. Yes, the time latest time. Ep- the latest episode of Rogan. He has this sleep expert on. Talking about all the benefits you get from sleeping for eight hours a night. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Like scientific facts about like percentages of your, you know, 
physical and mental improvement for the next day if you get get the proper amount of sleep. Very I'm sure you deal with this with the kids. Like not, like I have a hard wake up time every morning. Mm. It's between five thirty and six. Wow! It doesn't matter what time I go to bed the night before. Like I'm not sleeping. In, I don't sleep in. Mm. The nights where I, like I I'm smart about it. And at nine thirty, I'm like turning off the TV. I'm just gonna lay here, like hope I fall. Like when I get that eight hours of sleep, I feel great. When I don't, I don't feel great. Right. It's rem- it's remarkable. Right. Mm. All right. Let's How go often? Get, let's go get some sleep. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say with that in mind, I gotta get up at seven. So. Okay. <laughs> good night. Good uh, good episode. That was piece of doppelgangers. Piece it to to Des. Thank you for a long time ago setting us up, man. So. What up? We appreciate one it. Shout, shout, out, shout out to anyone that's still <laughs> right. rocking no with us. No May eleventh. Solid two hours. A A A G G G H H. Let's split this into two apps. I'm saying I say it every time we do a two hour app. Split it into two. I'll consider it. All right. Good All right. shit, fellas. All right, bro. All right, peace, peace guys. Peace.